I think we're rolling. All right, guys. Welcome to Cleveland Moto Podcast number 349. It's always nice when the board gets updated early. So we're not using paper. It's not awful. It's not hard to look at. We don't have a featured bike of the week this week. We just don't. Um, although I did ride today and I got to have a, a rollicking good ride into the shop uh, today. I rode the 1965 Vespa Super Sport. You rode into the shop. I rode. I hope you're okay. Oh, I rode into the shop with three pizzas earlier. You missed that. I literally rode through the door carrying pizzas on a modern Vespa. Are they going to be able to fix the door after you rode through it? Dad joke. uh, (laughs) But yeah, I rode in on the Vespa like an old vintage Vespa. It's 48 degrees when I left the house this morning. And 48 to grizzles. I was glad I wasn't moving too fast. It was definitely. But I've got a mountain of money worth of suspension that desperately needs to go into that bike because it is dangerous to ride the way it is right now. When it gets this cold in Ohio and you ride in the morning, elevation changes are very feet 12 feet of elevation changes is like one degree oh yeah yeah you're you're like you go into a valley and you're like oh fuck 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 and you're like that was a 12 foot valley yeah that was literally just a low spot (laughs) but all that cold air is just sitting in there and then you get to the part where the fog is just kind of floating over the road oh yeah you know that 480 77 interchange is the worst it's like always freezing cold this time of year right there because it's just a big wide open area and there's just no kind of tree block there's nothing to keep the wind down and that's just you're going to be cold in there no matter what you do. Yeah. But I bundled up this morning like, you know, I was flannel lined pants, all my good gear. I had everything on like I was going to have on because I was like, well, you know, I'm riding a vintage bike. I'm not going to be going over 50. But there's also a probably a 25% over and under that I'm not going to make it. Because <laughs> <laughs> when you're riding a bike from 1965... Shit happens. Sure. Weird shit happens. So Do you want to be warm while you're sitting on the side of the road? That's what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah. When I'm sitting on the side of the road waiting for somebody to pick me up named James with my own truck, I'm going to be wanting to be comfortable. When I enjoy myself and have a nice fully charged battery on my phone for doing the Facebook updates and whatnot. So, yeah, but it was fun to, to ride in and very, you know, just chilly weather. So that's it. Anybody else ride today? Yeah. I mean, yeah, obviously showed up on your on your Triumph. Yep. 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 You rode. I saw you rode the little baby blue sim. Yep. yep. That's in really nice shape. The sim? Yeah, it looks brand new. Oh man. Yeah. But you you do know that's a his bike? Yeah. Like his bike's a transformer. Yeah. You turn the put the key and turn it left, and it turns into my little pony. <laughs> yeah, that thing is just pile on. <laughs> and then all I had to hear is this from John all day long. Yeah, hey, speaking, yeah. of, speaking of transformer, did you guys see the meme that was going around? It's like, it's like when your dad's an electrician and a little girl wanted to be a transformer for for Halloween, and so she's like, they show one picture and the little girl's looking up at her dad. She's like, I want to be a transformer in the bubble. And then the next picture is her like looking like a transformer that you find on a fucking pole. Oh, like, a transformer <laughs> making her look like an yeah. actual. So it was like a tube around her with a couple of like the the metal. The, the, I get it. <laughs> and a squirrel, no, a burnt squirrel it. on top of her. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you turn the key. You turn the key the wrong way in his bike. It turns into Rainbow Dash. <laughs> That's it. Yep. The other one is uh, never leave a dad home with kids that want to have costumes. And he took a Power Wheels and made it into the mutt the, from Dumb and Dumber. Oh, really? Yeah. And then he dressed the two Perfect. kids in a light blue and an yeah. orange tuxedo. And they were just fucking driving around in this thing. Again, <laughs> I see nothing wrong with any Not of that. Not at all. Yeah, that's good. You give him a can of expanding foam, stand the fuck back. <laughs> Everybody's going to have costumes. We have a project we're working on. 
Oh, <laughs> she wanted a giant axe, so we're making it. So giant. you're making it like a huge World of Warcraft, some kind of crazy. Well, anime. like uh, in um, Resident Evil, where the mm-hmm. big guy has that big axe. Yeah. yeah. What are you making it out of? Foam? It's expanded spray foam. Of course. <laughs> it's his favorite. That's the media in which he works. Right. Yeah. That's exactly it. John, I didn't know you had five bedrooms in your house. Every, like, piece, every piece of clothing I have has a little <laughs> bit like yeah. that'll never come off. It's, no, that stuff and is. And it sucks because sometimes you just get a dot on you and you forget about it. Right. And then when you get inside, it's a fucking golf ball. Yeah. And you're like, God damn it. Yeah. Oh, that, that will be there forever. You Once you have expanding spray foam on anything you own, yeah. just throw it away. Yeah. I think that's the perfect self-defense. Mm-hmm. And I made these strapped to one of those cans. Yes. Oh, oh my God. God. Somebody and it's like, <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like stuck all over them and then it just starts expanding. Well, you know what the thing is? You're not dead, but you wish you were. Did you right? guys remember just a couple of months ago, there was that lady, she was like a fashionista, <laughs> African-American lady, yeah. and she used really strong like, oh, yeah, hair yeah, yeah, stuff, right, right. and she couldn't find it, gorilla so glue. she used Gorilla Glue she used gorilla in glue. her hair, yeah. just yeah. slick her hair back. Yep, yep. She literally was on the thing going... Yeah, well, she's gonna... Yeah. And exactly, that was the last day before she was bald, yeah. and then she was bald for a while. We yep. did expanding foam and gifts the one year, so thought we were smart, so we, we put everything inside a plastic bag and then duct taped it and mm-hmm. put it in a box and expanding foamed it, did realize how much fucking heat is created when expanding foam yeah. expanding foam yeah. is like curing, right? Right. Melted the fucking Everything. duct tape. I mean, it was just a goo oh, ball, and you had to cut through it to get his gift. It was the best thing Dude. ever. Oh, Dude, man. I, I had, at the recording studio I worked at, my boss had a $6,000 Les Paul that he sold, mm-hmm. yeah. and he put it, he decided to do the same thing. He put plastic bag, garbage bags, Filled them with foam, put the guitar on it, then closed everything. Oh, shit. Got to the guy's thing. Exactly what you just yeah. described it was a block ruined. of fucking foam, man. Just yep. ruined. Yep. Oh, that's awful. That's fucking terrible. Uh, it's so, hilarious, actually. Well, I mean, <laughs> the fact that it ruined a really expensive guitar. Yeah. He's trying to be careful. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's a dick, though. So yeah. well, you, you lose that. <laughs> to my left is? Darren Kropke. And to his left? Uh, Steve Sleepy. And to his left? Chris Smith. Are you wearing a Natty Bow? Yeah. An actual Natty Bow baseball jersey? Yeah. Fucking cool, man. Yeah. That's really neat. You know What's Natty the name Bo? of the Natty Bow mascot? What's his name? Is it Bow? The little dude that's always winking, perpetually winking on the back? Yeah, there he goes. That's the dude. Yeah. I would make sense Isn't his name would Pringles be Bow. Isn't that the Pringles potato chip In Wisconsin, guy? they call that a Bohunk. A Bohunk? Yeah, there you go. Or a Hunyak. A Hunyak. <laughs> and to his left? Steve Hoffert. And to his left, Johnny Mac. <laughs> 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 Trying to get your words out. Use your words. Wait, 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 wait. Words are wait. Hard. I know most of you guys can't see this, but it is October, almost yeah. the end of October. It's yeah. getting cold outside. It is getting cold out. So John bust out the socks and Birkenstocks. Oh yeah, you got <laughs> the Birkenstocks. Yeah, wow. And then to his left, Chris Franklin. Yeah, and and it is again. We are going to have to institute a seating chart. Sure. Because now that these guys are literally living together. Yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. Yep. Yeah, here we go. I, I totally, I totally fucking get that. So. Um, I'm filing for a separation. Yeah. <laughs> you can never do it. I would like to announce that last week we had 6,100 uh, listeners. Wow. Is that good? Yeah. It's pretty fucking great. It's the highest number we've ever had. Wow. So 6,100. Yeah, 6,100 people, 6,100 human beings last week decided to listen to this. Can I so please is, quit my job? So as a, <laughs> It's like the conversation we had prior to this 
about that German uh, psychologist that talks about stupid people. Low emotional IQ. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Low emotional IQ people gathering in large groups. But what we do know is that there were 6,999 6, men. Oh, yeah. yeah. One woman. Yeah. One woman. Yeah. Our one female listener. Uh, what I would like... To- and it's probably some dude listening on his wife's account. <laughs> Completely. Because he doesn't know how to use the... 100% the, absolutely. The iPod. It is, yes. And, and you know what? You're exactly fucking right. It is, it is totally... It is some guy like Bruce Gordon, who's been kicked off the internet so many times, he has to use his wife's handle. So all of a sudden, it's going to be like Brucella Gordon, our one female listener. No. <laughs> Hasn't been a woman no, it's Rebecca, ever. Rebecca Gordon. Rebecca Gordon. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what's going on. That's exactly what's going on. Uh, interesting thing uh, here at the shop. We sold another zero police motorcycle. Oh, well done. So if you're traveling in the village of Woodmere, be careful. All block. You won't hear them coming. The block of Woodmere. So, yes. So here in <laughs> the Cleveland. The one block of Woodmere. So in Cleveland, we have two places where you're liable to get a ticket but not liable to know that you're in a different town. Right. So we have a place called Lindale, which is 36 houses. Yeah, 36 houses. Seven I, I used to the run, village of Lindale. I used to run Wood- Woodmere's yeah. uh, wastewater plant. The village of Lindale. Yeah, the village of Lindale. Everybody was a cop there, yeah. Nice. How the fuck can... Wait, how can Woodmere... Because Woodmere is literally only four streets. Lindale. It's yeah. got its own wastewater plant. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. It's four streets. Yeah. It's got its own wastewater plant. So basically, plant. make zero. lots of fun of Lindale police, please. But that zero, <laughs> yeah, he can literally <laughs> go back and forth like what a hundred times. In oh, place? it's it's a ridiculous. So Woodmere Police Department um, just purchased a zero DSR. Right. So the, you're right. You're right. They will charge it once. Yeah. A year. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Unless he patrols the Apple Store parking lot, because then he'd just be driving. But I around. think really what happens with Woodmere is I think because Woodmere and Lindale are both very. Well, they're somewhat close to a freeway. Yeah. But the freeway exits and on ramps aren't actually in their towns. Nope. Right. So to get on the freeway, you have to go into a different city. To get off the freeway, you have to go into a different city. But that doesn't stop them from having police cars there perpetually. Mm-hmm. And the state of Ohio says that traffic cameras are illegal. Doesn't matter in Lindale and Woodmere. Nope. Nope. They're still going to have them up. If you pay the ticket, you're an idiot because they can't pursue you for it. There are no points associated oh, with it. That area is kind of hoity-toity. They both run mayor's courts, as it were, right? Uh, it's a very strange thing, but it's like... If you get a ticket in Lindale, like on the bottom of the, the summons that they send you of the picture of your car, it says like, you know, tickets are us. Like it ain't anything right. real. It's a corporation that they lease a camera from for an absurd amount of money. Lindale earned like one point some million dollars in revenue. Why don't we do that in front of this store? Exactly. Right. Just put up a camera. Take put up a camera. Pictures and send them all uh, a letter. There was a joke you know? many, many years ago. We just put up our own toll booth. Right. And that was just it. <laughs> well, Lindale actually makes uh, when the cameras first went in, yeah. they made more their first month than they did a whole year's revenue. Correct. Oh. Yeah. First yeah. month. Yeah. And that has continued ever since. Right. There's a reason there's no cars on highways and there hasn't been for years because right. the red light cameras more than double. way more. Money. Well, the reason yeah. that the, the cop cars aren't on the highways about 15 or 20 years ago, that got outlawed by the state of Ohio because yes. they did not have because they don't an have on ramp right. or, or an off ramp. But yeah, one actually got overturned. Right. They were after that. Oh, was really? Done, yeah. They, they were up until they did the red light cameras. Uh, they were um, still on the highway. Wow. And, and I can tell you that firsthand. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Well, there you go. Yeah. And but the, again, the Lindale cop was like, it, but. 
four hundred pounds. Well, again, the one guy was. Here's something I will tell you: been the chief having a little bit of background. (laughs) You know, having a little bit of background in it. If the state tells a department not to do something, the department goes, "Okay, (laughs) I won't do it anymore." And they they stop paying the the leasing company for the cameras or whatever that you know because there's a whole package. These companies lease this to your department, Mm -hmm. and you know they'll put the camera up and they'll do the maintenance on the camera and they'll handle sending the things, the summons out, the fakey fake summons and the whole deal. And then, you know, when people don't pay it, then they will actually send the department the little notice that says, "Oh, you know, you know, Sister Mary Rottencrotch didn't pay this thing that we sent her. How do you want to act about it?" Well, then, then it's up to the city, you know, the you know the the Shire or whatever the fuck it is, to decide how Shire. they're going to act about it, right? And they have to call I grew game. up in a borough. Yeah, exactly. So that's one of those. That's one of those things. And borough. The, most recently, the big problem was the company that Lindale had contracted through was sending all of the summonses to the wrong peopleses. So you'd get a ticket and you'd be like, That's shit, that is not me. That is not mine at all. I do not own a purple Fiero. It's not this is, <laughs> That's John Michael right, ne- Never have, never will, whatever. But any so that's this thing. And the problem was, guess what? Your ticket went to him, my ticket went to you. They're not getting paid. So they're not getting paid because people look at it and go, fuck that. I'm not paying that. Boy, this poor asshole's going to be screwed. <laughs> and since there's no municipality behind it, it's all being done by a third party vendor. The third party vendor is the one shooting out the late notices and everything else. And then eventually the city of Lindale goes, we've noticed a hole in our profit margin. Pursue these and submit these as actual summons to the state. And all of these ones that were misappropriated to different people got submitted to the state of Ohio as being actual violations all of a sudden, which would have points on them and have fines and fees and could go to jail like a real adult. And but you're like, I've got my summons. If I look deep enough in my, you know, my junk drawer, I can find this thing they sent me that has a picture of somebody else's car on it with somebody else's name on it, I did exactly what I'm supposed to do with it. I threw it the fuck away, right? And they're having some problems. My, so, my rule yeah. is if it doesn't come certified mail, yeah. then it didn't come at all. That's another good way to, that's a really Because if they didn't send it certified. Makes things tougher on then, your wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although speaking of wife, that's what I did with Cleveland. When Cleveland sent me my speeding ticket, they right. said, you know, you, if you're not the one driving it, mark the little box and tell us who was. And I marked the little box and says, I don't have to tell you. Ohio law says that I don't have to speak against my wife. Yeah, there you go. And so I went down that whole route and they said, well, then your wife is driving. I said, I didn't say that. Right. I just don't have to talk about it. Right. And that didn't get me anywhere. So I finally paid it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, well, it's yep. ended up. <laughs> right. Yeah. I tried it. Yeah. Yeah. So they're submitting, Lindale's submitting all the things to the Parma court. Yes. Which is hilarious because, of course, Parma was like, Hmm, we can make a buck. Exactly. Yeah. So, but it was just during COVID because so many people stopped driving during, during COVID that that resource, that revenue just dropped out. And look, Lindale is not without its own amount of drama. Their, their, their mayor hired her boyfriend to be the prosecutor. And she doesn't really live there. <laughs> it's like, she doesn't really live no, there. She no, she doesn't. No, she's like, doesn't. she lives she in has. like Lakewood or, or Clifton. Like she lives in Cleveland. But her mom's house has been in, in Lindale for ages. 
but they like pretend like somebody lives there, but nobody lives there. So it's, it's essentially yeah. but it's not like, a mayor. You, if you're the mayor, yeah. you can't hire your boyfriend to be the prosecutor. Just going to tell you, your boyfriend, the person that lives with you and has an address that's with you and you're romantically involved with, you cannot be the mayor and be paying him to be the prosecutor. That's just wrong. This, well, at least the state of Ohio thought it was wrong. Yeah, they did. Yeah. The state of Ohio <laughs> got involved. Thought that, They thought it was unethical. It even for Lindale. Right? It took them a little while, though. <laughs> the government does work a little slow. It does work it's pretty like, slow. <laughs> but what if we just break up? <laughs> right? <laughs> Maybe this just won't work right. out. We don't have to get right. involved. I think basically we just tell the state that we're not, we're just seeing other people. <laughs> if, if we break up, am I still prosecutor? <laughs> it's fucking weird, man. Oh, yeah. But it's Lindale, and Lindale's been the butt of a joke in Cleveland forever. And the joke was always like, you know, you'd be sli- sliding down 71 South at 90 miles an hour. You'd get to Lindale, and you would just look up and be like, oh, shit, they have five cars pulled over. Yeah. I can't tell you how much they sweat bullets every time there's a census. Oh, oh my yeah. God, dude. They, they sweat bullets, yeah. and they send cops door to door and try to, like, find ways to, like, bring people to in. To beef up the population. Yeah, they do. There's 79 people live there. I looked it up today. They were. Yeah. They have done everything from trying to have apartments built in there to, uh, oh, you name it. The, the, the craziness that has gone on in that village. Whatever the cutoff is, um, I did see, the, like, the state average... Uh, like the average income for the state of Ohio, Lindale's like forty percent of that. It's it's not great. It's, and it 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 does beg the question: Why do you have a police department? Like, why do you have a village? But they they used to have that huge limousine parked in that parking lot. Oh, really? Yeah, there was like at the a, Lindell at the Lindell Police Department at yeah, the Lindell. No, that, no, there was like that one building, that one uh, <laughs> the bar right next to across from it from the city hall. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, there yeah. Used it's to like be a bar and yeah, you know. and there was a huge uh, uh, limousine with a, a hot tub in the back of it. <gasps> really? Yeah, with like ten flat tires. Oh yeah. shit! <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, go ahead. This is awesome. Yeah, I'm just gonna hand it to you and I'll let you have all right. fun with that. All right, all right. Look at that thing. What does that look like? Harley Pan America, too expensive for you. Enter the Leafon KPT 400. American inspired, made in China. Oh my God. So it that's took Leafon, a what, like five seconds? Leafon KPT 400. So somebody tell me about this Chinese copy of the, the Skid Game. Squid Game? <laughs> yeah, who said that? You did, right? Yeah, I mean, I just read it. The, the, um, the Squid Game, I mean, I don't know how many people watch that. A lot of people, evidently, people, because yeah. it made a billion dollars, but... Right. My but, nephew's making bank. He, uh, him, and his buddies—they've been doing game developing for Roblox. And one of the characters they built was a Squid Game character for Roblox. Oh, they got uh, one hundred and twenty thousand dollars for that. Nice. So he gets like thirty thousand of that. Nice. Plus, there's like all kinds of other plus plus pluses. Wow. Yeah, the, the college dropout. Yeah. Apparently, the right way to go. He's dropped sure, back absolutely. in. Okay, so this is clearly what they did was they took whatever motorcycle they had hanging around, mm-hmm. whatever motorcycle they had hanging around, and I don't know what it was. I don't care. Then they took a Cylon Raiders helmet that was left over, you know, the Chinese version of KB Toy and Hobby. Right. And all they did was they took the Cylon Raiders helmet and stuck it on the front of whatever motorcycle they had hanging around <laughs> because that's really what it is. They, it has just modified cheek pieces and a modified front so Use like, the term carefully. Grill. Look at the crash bars. What What are they attached to in the front? I think they're attached to plastic. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're attached to plastic. They're not hooked to anything metal. Yeah. No. It's 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 clearly. But again, you can't look at that headlight headlamp and think anything other than, oh boy, this is clearly 
a ripoff of an Africa twin. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, Harley Panamera. Yeah. Yeah. I bet that's the same bulb that they use in the Braun <laughs> yes. light at Harbor Freight. <laughs> I think you're right. You get them for free. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Oh, that's a riot, man. So that's, I mean, that's, it didn't take long. Nope. Didn't take long. But that's, it was a big uh, week. So this week also they announced that uh, uh, Honda applied for patents in every fucking known country in the yeah. world yeah. to bring out the Africa or the um, uh, uh, Transalp. Yeah. 700cc right. Transalp. The mini twin. The and mini Africa twin. And it's not going to be the NC motor. So it's not going to be like a low revving turd. Okay. All right. It's going to be something yep. new. I yeah. don't believe you. <laughs> well, I didn't make it up. I just read it. I mean, will it be a V twin? Yes. No, it's a parallel. No, it's twin. a parallel twin. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah, for sure. So it won't be a trans help then. Well, I've just not a trans help. Yes, not a trans help. Right, right. Let's let's just acknowledge From the fact Milan. right now that it's not From going Milan. to be an actual trans help. I think it was on Ride Apart or Ride right. something, or they yeah. had the, the information about it. Yeah, they're. I mean, they're putting out stuff, and I mean, I do like. You know, this is a 2008 Honda Trans Alp. So yep. this is a, you know, this is a V-twin. This motorcycle that you're looking at here is a bike that we didn't get in America because we don't get all the things in America. But this is kind of a fun looking bike. It has, you know, it has personality to it. It's very different. I saw Kevin Rosman posted a picture of a red, white, and blue Transalp today or a blue and white Transalp like yours. And the ADV 300. <laughs> the ADV 300. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So that one may be coming here. That That's the Honda scooter that, uh, that's a Forza with extra right. plastic. I was going to say, it's a Forza with extra plastic. Now, I think, of course, in the be careful what you give the American market category is if the Americans are like, yeah, you need to bring the ADV 300 to America, and then you do it, then they're going to say, you need to bring the ADV 750 to America. And I think that could be something they run into here because, yeah, the there are a lot of people that I know that have said, well, I'm not buying a scooter until they bring the XADV 300 to America. And I'm like, you're riding a 23-year-old bike. Mm -hmm. You haven't bought shit in 23 years. So you're not going to buy this one. I don't think this is going to be the thing that pushes you over the edge oh. there, you know, tight pants. Well, and not only that, but like the thing now, like if you ever like if you ever spend any time on Adventure Rider or any of the forums, right? Yeah. All these guys will be like, well, if this bike like they'll bring out a 250 or something. Yeah. They're like, if this bike was 400 cc's yes. and just about 10 pounds heavier right. and this, I'd buy it. So you buy it right now. KTM yep. comes out with yep. the 400. That's yep. like 290 oh, yeah. pounds. Oh, it's too heavy. It's too fat. No. Bad no. gearing. Oh, yeah. uh, no. America has always been the market of don't ever, ever, ever give an American what they ask for. You'll end up with a genuine G400C. Because <laughs> a genuine G400C is every single thing, every single customer that was ever asked for like six motorcycle shows in a row. Mm. They said, here's a blank sheet of paper. I want these 4,000 people to write exactly what they want. Mm. And then we're going to give a, a different sheet that has boxes on it that you get to check. And so we'll take a 10-question survey that has four answers to each one, and we'll give it to the other 10,000 people. And our job is to take the ones that were checking the boxes and the ones that were freestyle writing in and we're going to put them together in a room, and we're going to make the perfect motorcycle based on that. They did. It was called the G400C. Where, they sold seven that? of them. <laughs> where, what's this thing look like? <clears throat> I'll pull it up. Give me a second. But yeah, the G400C is the, the genuine, uh, the, the answer to all of your, but I want a standard motorcycle with fuel injection and a Kickstarter 
Well, that's and, what you had, right? You had two of them. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. No, it, it only took us 97 them. years to sell them. Yeah, right. It looks like an SL. It looks like everything. Yeah. Do you know why it looks like everything? Because it was built by committee. Right. It looks like everything because it is literally everything. I mean, I still like that bike. D- don't get me wrong. So do 93,000 other people that right. didn't buy one. Right. 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 <laughs> and if any one of you, I like that bike would have come off your, I like my wallet. There would have been a lot more of those. I like that bikes out there, but instead it's been a bike that has turned to fucking wood on the sales floor. And oh, that's gonna, a problem. I want to find one and make it in a cafe racer. Oh, I, I, uh, <laughs> yeah, it comes pre-cafe. Somebody should it. scramble one of those. Oh, I know, yeah. right? If only Look. somebody did that. Oh, yeah. I wonder who, like what fucking knucklehead would fucking scrambler one of these motherfuckers? Oh, that guy, that guy right there, that dude. Yeah, that guy. So it really is like, that's one of those examples where we watched that bike take place. I mean, they, they worked so hard. Genuine Scooter Company worked so fucking hard to make sure that they weren't building a bike until they had interviewed every fucking person in America. It took like six years for that bike to come out. And when it did finally come out, everybody went, oh, really? They only oh. had to interview 3% of the people. Yeah. Right. The other 97% right. don't know shit. Well, they interviewed everybody at the motorcycle show. So they interviewed everybody at the motorcycle show. At the International Motorcycle Show, they interviewed everybody at the Dealers Expo. You know, they asked people who own motorcycles what they wanted, and then they made sure to talk to a company that could do it for them. And they took a bike that's very well respected, made American alterations to it. Yay. They did all those kinds of things. And we've ridden them. We've tested them. We've been all over the goddamn things. But half of the pictures you see of that bike have me on it. Uh, But apparently we're out there one hand clapping, you know. Uh, Good. Great. You know. That's cool. But well, they wanted to make sure they didn't make a mistake putting it out. Because yes, no, exactly. nobody would buy it right, if they made a mistake. Made, they brought that thing out, and they, they brought it out, and despite everything in the world, I've heard 50 people give 50 different reasons why it didn't succeed. And I'm going to say the main reason it didn't succeed is because they asked Americans what they should bring in. And that's really what it is. And that's what it came down to. And the bike is goddamn thirty nine ninety nine. So $4,000 for a 400cc motorcycle that goes goddamn near 100 miles per hour. uh, it's a sore dick deal. I mean, there's just, there's nothing you can do to beat that situation. And you could just hear the bike in the corner getting sadder and sadder and sadder. (laughs) Nobody will play with me. This is the fifth battery that's been installed in me. So when the scarves are gone, are you going to put the... Yeah, the hats are are gone. So yeah, oh yeah, talking about that shit. So, you know, two weeks ago, we throw up our special Cleveland Moto sponsorship deal is buy a hat for 20 bucks. We underestimated the power of our fucking listeners. Sold the hats in three days. All gone. Gonzo. So last week we talked about scarves. So that one dropped today, like right. a couple of hours ago. We've already had three or four orders come in for the scarves. Or so, a dick warmer. And, a dick and warmer. Next week's the G400. <laughs> yeah, next week's going to be the G400. <laughs> yep. But that's a limited one of one. No, yeah. actually, you guys notice we don't have a G400 in here? Yeah. Because it took us a while to sell our last one. And then COVID happened. Right. So we have one guy. This is a true story. Everybody that has bought a bike this year, every single person that bought a bike, even people that bought odd colored Vespas in June, Mm -hmm. they have all received their bikes. Everybody who bought a bike this entire year has received their bike, except one poor bastard who bought his G400C in May. 
Oh my god! And it's not here yet. He had to have the red one. I don't even. I, I can't even remember. I'm seriously cannot even remember. But there was some reason he didn't buy our scrambler that we had because we sold the scrambler to somebody else. Right. But you still had a red one here too. Though. But I even told the guy I was like, I will descramblerify that thing for you if you really want it. No, no, wait. Oh, 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 I've called him four times. Do you want your deposit back? I feel fucking so bad for you. I was going to say, at least it'll be paid off by the time he gets Oh, it. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, they're going to repossess a bike that hasn't arrived yet. <laughs> uh, he hasn't made his last three payments. We're going to repo the bike. It's going to be the only bike that's retroactively repossessed. When it shows up... Proactively repossessed. Proactively. Pre- it's going to literally be... His warranties are going to already be expired. Prepossession. It is, yeah, his warranty will be out before his bike shows up. Yeah, I get it. But it's pretty fucking funny that nonetheless. And I don't hate the bike at all. I really like the bike. But it's based off an XR400 motor. It's, it's, we know all the bones of the bike. It's all a good bike. The problem is, again, to people like us, we know which bikes we can buy that are the original version of the same bike and has the actual historical provenance. If we wanted one, you could buy an Ascot. No problem. You know, somebody could buy an SR500. No problem. Like all the bikes that it's based on still exist in the world. You know, you want to buy a CB450. They're out there. They exist. So, yeah. So what they need to produce is a bike that you can't really get, like an atmospheric valve, single cylinder, seven horsepower, uh, Indian from 1911. Yeah, it's called a Janus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They make one of those, Ugh. which proves they make every goddamn thing you'd ever want to have. Yeah, it's true. I, I, yeah, it's it's easier right now to get a Janus and spend a few hundred bucks making it look more antique than it actually is. More Janusy, and make it a bigger fooler than it would be to ever buy an actual real pre-war bike. So you say it's really easy to get into a Janus right now. It's really easy to get into a Janus, especially right Chris's. Now. Yeah, they, uh, 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 uh. you could slip right in. The um, keep them coming. Yeah, Come it, it never gets old. Very loose yeah, terms. It never, ever, ever gets old. The uh, I'm going to find this fucking thing. But so recently, and I mean recently, like in a couple of within the past couple of days, we talked about me buying that that um, I mean that classic Lambretta yes. for fifteen hundred bucks. And so we bought this you know, classic Lambretta for fifteen hundred dollars. Do you and I hate got, it yet? What's that? Do you hate it yet? No, but I was like, you know, I was starting to hate on myself. Oh, okay. For, for spending so much fucking money on it, and uh, I just, thought I heard "stupid" on your lips. Like, yeah, really? I bought that just, stupid right. Lambretta. Why yeah, did and I that's, do that? And that's what it comes into is it's just like it's just a funny thing to think. Okay, I'm gonna I'm buying a fifteen hundred dollar bike. That's a really really old bike, right? Mm. Uh, and it's you know. 1500 I usually buy stuff that's nicer, right? Well, it turns out that um, a Lambretta TV 200, which is that bike's big brother, right? The, the next level up, mm-hmm. just sold at auction in the UK. And uh, it, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna just going to say, for, we'll play a little guessing. If I can find a picture of it, where it doesn't actually have, you know, the price on it. Okay, uh, we'll we'll play that we'll play that game. But one of them just sold, uh, and I don't feel so bad about spending the fifteen hundred dollars anymore. I'm I'm just gonna say that. 
Uh, it's it's that kind of a thing where we just kind of think that we've seen a whole bunch of shit. We think that we've seen everything, and then something happens, and we all kind of take a step back and go, is that where things are right now, or did they just find one fucking idiot? Because all it takes is one fucking idiot to ruin it for everybody. Like, one idiot buys one thing for way too much money, and now everybody thinks they're fucking purple beanie babies worth $10,000. NFTs, that's all I'm saying. What's that? NFTs, right? What's that? I have no idea. Oh, non-fungible tokens? What? Somebody bring me up to speed on that because I think I missed the whole fucking thing. I missed that. I don't think you missed it. Like no, it's, it's, it's just they're just basically like shit that you can get for free on the internet. Okay. Like Beeple. Beeple is the famous guy. He put out for 13 years. Every single day he releases a new 3D piece of artwork. Okay. And it's pretty talented. It's cool stuff. Like he makes commentary with it and stuff. He's a very talented artist. Okay. Yeah. But he put them up for free every day for 13 years. So if you like screenshotted it or right clicked it and saved it, you have everything he's ever done. But he made a non-fungible token with all of his images on okay. a drive, but you are the official owner. So even though other people can have them and stuff, you right. are registered as the actual owner of all the things. Oh. So like you really don't have something that's just yours, but it is just yours. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So it's basically like it's just a way to grab money from rich people. Yeah. I, mean, I was going to say, to me, it just it literally does sound exactly like punishing people for being rich and stupid. Right. Okay. It, it's Bitcoin with, with a face, right? So Bitcoin, you've got nothing that you can really see other than a counter. This is supposed to give you some graphical representation of an item in a blockchain form. Okay. Right? So it's, it's a ledger system that's electronic that the world says there's enough of us that agree that this belongs to your, and to be fair, not you, but your signature. To be fair. Yeah, you. right. And if you sell it, here's the only cool part about the stuff. And I think that if they could wrap some of this up with actual artwork and stuff. Right. Um, so say like you, so I think the guy who bought Beeple's paid what, 5.2 million or something. So he paid 5.2 million to own all this stuff, right? And this isn't just money laundering. No. No. But, okay. here, but here's the kind of cool part for the artists. Okay. So if that dude turns around and sells it for 7 million. Okay. Because it's blockchained and stuff, the artist knows who it got sold to, but also gets like a 10% cut of any additional sales from it. Oh, really? So like as it keeps being sold, the artist still gets paid for every time it gets sold and stuff. So that is kind of a cool Okay, that's interesting. So yeah. as it moves down the line, every time it gets handed from one idiot to another idiot, the artist gets 10% of whatever that or idiot whatever paid. whatever the percentage. I whatever don't know the percentage, okay. but something. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it still it, sounds an awful lot like money laundering. And you and there's, a, there's an instant tracking. For okay. the entire lifetime. So like the ledger, right. you know, like a ledger book, right. but it's the world has a copy of this ledger book. So every time something changes, yeah. right, it's how blockchain works, is that enough of us have to agree that this exchange happened. And right? it was legit. Right. And then once yeah. that happens, right. that is known forever. Right. Right. That so, ledger is infinitely long. Until somebody writes it away. Yes. Until, until somebody makes go, it go away. Right. Yeah, exactly. So here you go. So, all right, guys, look at the screen. Ladies and gentlemen, what you have before you is a 1964 Lambretta TV 200. <laughs> An original patina. Registration intact. Appears to be on the original tires. Appears to have lived upside down in a garage or a barn for a very long period of time. <laughs> and we're going to start the bidding at? It's, it's Europe, right? It is. It's England. Uh, I'd say they started at 1,500 pounds. 1,500 pounds. Start. Do I hear 1,600 pounds? Oh, no. Fuck this. Do I hear 20,000 pounds? 2,000 euros. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Would you like to see it in another view? Oh, there you go. There's the other side. With its completely non-standard bullshit exhaust that was completely not right for that scooter ever, right? 
That's really rusted too. It's really not great. It's really not a nice bike. It's a 1964. Take a look at how much fucking corrosion is back behind, you know, on that wheel. Was this in a seaside place? I, I, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And the front fender is not even attached where it should be. And look at the, the leg shield. It all looks like a fucking golf ball. It looks like it's been attacked by midgets with hammers. Yep. <laughs> I'm sorry, little people. Uh, so this is what this is. I like where they keep the license plate. Yeah, exactly. Stuff, <laughs> stuff it in over there. <laughs> Just jelly that right in there. So, I mean, this is obviously... Oh, that'll buff out. Right. There's, the ver- <laughs> there's one of the world's first disc brakes that ever appeared on a motorcycle. Inboard disc brake. Uh, but anyway, so there you have it, guys. Yeah. $20,000, you said? Or 20,000 pounds? 23,000 pounds. So that's like... Including buyer's premium. Oh, so that's like 30 grand. US. It's over $30,000. That's <laughs> over $30,000. Did fucking uh, Pete Townsend own it or something? I'm like, going to read you the selling sheet so that you all know exactly what you're dealing or what you're buying here for your 23,000 pounds. Sterling. An extremely rare scooter and recent shed discovery. No shit. One of those things is true. Resting peacefully from 1976 until 2021. I'm going to use that term now for everything. Resting peacefully, just like our two sewage workers right down there. Look at that. They're in a sleeping race. You know what's <laughs> weird? Both came across the line at the They're same time. They're worse than a married couple. They fall asleep <laughs> at the same time. Which no married couple ever does that. They woke up at the that. same no. time. Like, what the fuck, man? It's exactly right. And then, uh, so it also it's says... It's a hard life. It's mostly hard work com- we, had, we had Taco Bell today. Yeah, we had donuts. We oh, had man. lunch. What else did we have? <laughs> no wonder you're sleeping. We had, the, we had the engineers oh, come. We had the stupid insurance people come. Oh, like man. They cut to our nap time. <laughs> oh, the engineers showed up so you didn't get your 11 o'clock nap or your 1 o'clock nap? Oh, man, that's, that's terrible. Like a couple weeks ago, I, I joined them for lunch. I, 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 wrote, you know, I, I, I work five minutes away, so I went over to the ship plant for lunch. And you know, it was the last day that the one little dairy twist was open, so we all got snacks. Yeah. So John had like a burger, like three things of fries and something else, and, and Steve had something like, we're eating light, though, because we had a big breakfast. Ah. <laughs> like, oh, okay. <laughs> You were also oh. sleeping. You were falling asleep. This sat in there. He's literally going like, yeah, and then later on I have to. Oh, <laughs> man. When CPAP machines like buzzing the whole time. Oh, shit. We, we've talked about having a CPAP machine that just, it's like being on an airplane where the hoses just fall they out. They just the fall ceiling. down the ceiling. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> after lunch. <laughs> <laughs> is everybody oh, sometimes we'll get up to like four or five like everybody just put the air pressure in the whole room yeah. what the hell make the room an iron lung yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so nice <laughs> so you you don't even have to work hard to breathe yeah oh i just want a machine that does all my breathing for me a nice mix of oxygen oh, and nitrous oh man you just lay in there you just lay there <laughs> breathe for me Pictures of Michael Jackson going across the big screen TVs. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, so I'm this back at Dreamland. I, I, I just have to, all I have to say is this piece of shit sold. Um, it shouldn't have sold. There's no reason in the world why this thing sold, and let alone selling for as much money as it did. I don't know why it happened. It's a it's a was, shit box. Was it a fluke? Was it just some like random rich guy that was like, oh, I want that? I can't even figure it out. But it's like. 
Maybe it was his bike and he was just getting it back. I, mean, I have taken a pass on bikes way worse than this or way know, better than this. You yeah, know what, rather. though? Like, you're absolutely right, though, because now I'm looking at yours. Yeah. And it looks way better it's than it did. It's way better. <laughs> I mean, look at that fucking yeah. thing. Look at that. That is disgusting. That is a shitbox of the highest order. It is. I don't care if it is a TV 200. It doesn't fucking matter. But that's not even like, like you could like linseed right. oil yours and the right. patina would come out and yeah. it'd be nice. Yeah. You can't, like you have to vapor no, blast that. you can't get that paint back. No. That paint's fucked. And like, and this is one of my favorite quotes from the auction. One of the quotes that they had the balls to write. This is, this is the listing. Remember, this is the information they give potential bidders. The people that are bidding on the fucking thing. It says, engine turns over with compression. I gives a fuck. Honestly, I don't give a shit. <laughs> that top end's getting replaced no matter what happens. That yeah. crank is getting out no matter what. Like, I'm going to try to restore that? Are you no. fucking kidding me? If All that's right. what the outside looks like, what is the answer? A fantastic opportunity to ride or restore. If your options are ride or restore, that means that it currently has to be rideable. Right. It's not a million miles away from rideable. <clears throat> the rims are rusted together, for fuck's sake. Okay. There's not a cable on there that has seen lubrication since the fucking thing was built anyway here's my favorite we have been advised this machine may have been a dealer special okay guess what you guys i'm a dealer we do dealer specials all the time that's where you put the lipstick on the pig right a dealer special is just like hey that bike didn't sell and that bike didn't sell and you take half of the pieces off of that bike and put them on that bike, and now you have two dealer specials. And people buy them fast. You mean like a, uh, a scrambled G400C? Like a scrambled <laughs> G400C? Or look, I'm not going to lie. You guys, it's, it's, it's documented history. Genuine scooter company made pink Stellas. Oh, yeah. All pink. All the time. All the Pepto pink your fucking pitiful peepers could fucking tolerate. That annoyed, avoid enunciate, annoyed, avoid purview. alliteration, purview, purview. Thank you. Avoid alliteration always. Uh, so it's that fucking pink color Stella. And they were like, yeah, pink Stella. Oh, and, and we were kind of like, eh, that's a lot of pink. And so we held back. We bought one. So we got one and everybody came into the shop and went, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Oh my God. And I was like, great. Bye. Here you go. Here, just sign right there. It has well, a clutch and you have to shift it. Ah, that's exactly right. It has a clutch. It's a two-stroke and you have to shift it. What's shift? What's shift? <laughs> What's shift? You have to shift it. Do I have to pick my feet up? Oh, shit. You're not going to be ready for shift, clutch, two-stroke. Right? If you're still wondering, like, but, it, but can I put my teacup poodle in the motherfucker? Like, okay. So we sold exactly zero of them. Zero. Because, again, it was only $2,699 plus tax and title, etc. But it was pinker than fucking pink. I mean, it was dog dick pink and there was a lot of it. <laughs> and if they would have made the thing black with a pink stripe on it, then we would have had a chance to sell it to somebody. Yeah. But even for the four women in Cleveland that could drive a two-stroke shifter, you know, clutch-operated vintage bike, it was too much pink. 
Like, they don't want that shit. They don't want that Barbie's fucking dream house reject. Does it come with a helmet? Exactly. That one does. Yeah, two. Two fucking helmets. That's not a Stella. That's a Vespa. Vespa did it a year after Stella did because they thought Stella was onto something special. So they did a limited run of pink Vespas, which turns out they didn't wait for the results from the Stella test to come in before they jumped into the situation and realized they both had herpes. Yeah. They were both fucked. And so what we did at the shop was we waited, as we are prone to do around here, and a year later, when Genuine went, we may have had a problem. <laughs> What's your problem? Oh, we got about 400 of these pink scooters. Oh, you do? You do? Oh, you got 400 of them, huh? Yeah, and they're all marked 2006. <laughs> oh, well, the calendar tells me it's 2008. Yeah. Boy, I bet you that's stressful. Yeah, so um, if you'll buy a bunch of them, <laughs> you never saw such a deal. And I'm like, bring it on, buddy. Yeah. Okay, Pedro, I'm listening. And they did. And and they gave us a crazy deal on buying a six of them. So I bought six of them. But they were also had a deal on the other color they couldn't sell, which was black. Because the all black, shiny black ones, you can't tell it's a Stella. Right. It's just a, a place where light went to die. Right? There's no curves. There's no sexiness to it. It's just, eh. Oh, so you did the... So I bought six black ones and I bought six pink ones. And we didn't even prep them until we'd already done the good and plenty mix on them. Yeah. So we had two-toned pink with black and black with pink. And they actually looked really fucking good. Yeah. Because you could see the curves now. And two old white men <laughs> who remember cars like the 1955 Crown Vic. Sure. They came in pink and black, you know. And it, it wasn't gay. It was just pink and black. Right. And so we had, now we had 12 customs. You know, we had a bunch of these things that were customs. And then we would only bring one out at a time. Sure. Dealer special. Yeah, because you can't have the guy going, well, well, could you put that on that? Maybe I'll buy because then you're stuck with one of them. Oh, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, we sold them down, and we sold them down pretty fucking quickly. Nice. But that's how you do a dealer special is when you have two bikes that don't sell, <laughs> you make it into two bikes that do sell right. by moving the panels around. Orange Stellas, hard time selling them. Baby Blue Stellas, same problem with the pink. Men didn't buy them. You put the orange and the blue together, you know what you got? Golf. Golf racing livery. Yep. Yep. Stick a golf sticker on it, boom, gone off the showroom floor. Them, yeah. Exactly. Now all of a sudden that baby blue is not so Camaro. You know, it's it's totally viable. That's exactly it. So that's that deal. It could be, it may be a dealer special. Fuck you. I don't care. H&H auction company in the UK, however you pulled 23,000 pounds out of some person, some human being that draws breath on a TV 200. Now, for the audience that's sitting at home going, well, the TV 200s must be really, really rare. I've owned four of them. They're not that rare. You this know? reminds yeah. me of every marketplace ad from West Virginia. Oh, like, they all I know what I like, got. Yeah. <laughs> it's been in the yard for 20 years, but don't try to come with me without the right money because I know what I got. Right. And that's exactly what it comes down to is some guy sitting on something that he believes. And so would anyone. So here's the game since we're playing the game. Um, that really, really rare scooter, that really, really rare scooter. How many do you think they made? Anyone care to add, throw a guess that hasn't read the sheet already or hasn't read the screen? 20,000. 14,982. Close enough. That's not that fucking rare. No. 14,982 of something from 1963 to 1965. That's fucking 5,000 a year. Yeah. You know, that's 5,063, 5,064, and 5,065. And that's in Europe. 
Yeah. It's not even here. No, no. So, here, I've had three of them here. Right. Fuck, man. They're not that rare. No. So 23000 bucks, And that's what's going on right now in the market. Market's fucking You know what's more rare? Yeah. Uh, it's more rare. <laughs> Seeing somebody from that auction that has all their teeth. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, are you, you know, that was a British joke? Oh, I thought that was just like a fucking, like only an idiot would buy. Right. No, yeah. no, no. Look. Every year I have less and less of my teeth. I know, I mean, every year my teeth keep escaping my head, right? <laughs> I went into a dentist to, like to have some really stuff done, some stuff done that needed to be done. Yeah. And I'm like, and while you're in there, can you put a tooth where there used to be a tooth and I'm missing one on the side of my Did mouth? Did they tell you how much it would be? I don't care. Well, you don't? Cause I, I don't give a well, shit. The reason I don't have a tooth right. over here is because yeah. they told me Ooh, it's like $3,800 for yeah. a tooth. And I'm like, I don't like it. Yeah. I don't need a tooth, don't need that, a tooth that bad. It's oh, right. like three oh, motorcycles. I know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm already married. <laughs> yeah. Right. What's she going to do? Get rid of your toothless bastard? Right. Right. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. So 23 grand is just out of fucking control. There's no, there's no excuse for that shit. And... I, everything, yeah, everything's crazy expensive right now. There's no doubt about it. It's goofy. Do you guys want to know how little, how little motorcycle manufacturers think that the people buying their bikes know about motorcycles? Oh, I'm dying to know. So Kawasaki has a recall on the W800s right now. What? Okay. All right. I mean, that's a bike that's been around for fucking ever, right? Right. Yeah. Um, Up to 565 bikes have been affected. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. There's... That's that that number makes no sense because they're estimating around 565 bikes that's, on that's, the production line. But that's like a day's worth of production. Right. That's a super small number of productions. Right. That's because Jim was having a bad day that day. Oh boy. Do you know why they're doing the recall? Can you guess? Wait, you should have Chris tell the punchline to this one. There's no punchline. This is honest to God truth. This is a real story. This is a real this story. Real. real deal. So a Kawasaki W800 that has been made for about a million years, yep. right? There's there's no, you know, W800, we all know it. It's It's been... They, they couldn't put out a service bulletin just announcing this because they don't trust their the people that bought the bikes enough. Okay. The reason that they recall it is okay. one of the muffler bolts might be loose. Might be loose. Right. Okay, yeah, I see. So, that. so basically, they don't. It's a recall. They can't just say like, "Hey, check your muffler bolts," right? Because they can't trust somebody to take a ten mil wrench and tighten their fucking muffler bolts. Yeah. They're well, actually- I will tell you how bad it gets. <clears throat> Benelli, they had to do a recall here in the United States on some of the Benelli motorcycles. Uh-huh. Do you, big problem with these fucking Benelli bikes. I'm telling you, if you're riding one right now, pay attention to what I'm about to say. I'm nervous. On your Benelli motorcycle. You can inspect for this problem yourself. If you look at your master cylinder, where your right hand brake operates, if you look at the cover on your master cylinder, it may not be in enough languages. Oh, I noticed that. I was I was stumped. I didn't know what to do. I was looking down at my 135, and I was like, oh, my God. I have no idea what to do with this. There's- so, literally, Benelli had a recall where they told dealers, stop. Take all your bikes off the floor. You're not allowed to sell any Benelli's. You have to stop selling Benelli's. And any customer, any customers in the field that have Benelli's, you have to call them immediately. You have to get them to come back in the store because their motorcycles don't have the words on the master cylinder cover in enough languages. Do you remember? Do, okay, now I'm going to tell you what's printed that you need a translator for. You guys ready? Get out your Babelfish. Get out your Rosetta Stone. Dot four. Use only dot three or four fluid only from a approved sealed container. 
Now, dot three is the same dot three in every language. I think Chinese too. Mm-hmm. And dot four, I think, is also universal like Kodak. It's probably the same in all languages. The rest you can infer. Because right. it doesn't say like, it's not like question, I, I wonder what this says, dot three, dot four, wonder what this says. It doesn't say, you know, before you can use your brakes, you must shoot dot three or dot four up your ass. Like there's no, there's no important thing like eat your fucking Ovaltine encoded in the top of every goddamn master cylinder for every fucking Benelli. It's literally just says only use dot three or four from sealed container. Right. Right. You know what it reminds me of? Do you remember when BMW had the recall? Because when the, the travel boxes or the panniers were on the back of the new GS 1250s, yeah, yeah. it covered the reflectors. Right. You couldn't see the reflectors. Yeah. 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 So yeah, they, was they stopped all sales. Yeah. Yeah. People that were like planning yep. trips, they were not allowed right. for a month. Park your bike. For a month. Wow. They couldn't sell the bikes. Even if you paid cash and you yeah. had to go pick it up, Park it your was bike. there. It's illegal. They couldn't hand it yep. to you. So yep. then the, they had to wait for them to yeah. come out with red stickers to stickers. put on the boxes. Yep. Come on. Yep. No, I swear to God. Oh, no, no. It's a real thing. Yeah. It's a real thing. They literally they literally sent dealers a whole bunch of stickies, a whole bunch of stickers, reflector stickers that you had to put on. Yep. That's a recall. Yep. We had a recall. We had a recall that there wasn't a stick. There was a certain bike that we sold that didn't have the right sticker on it. And they wanted us to cease fire freeze, not sell any more bikes because they had to wait until they sent us this special safety sticker or something. Do not start underwater. Uh, on the flip side, <laughs> we've got cars that catch fire on the highway and they right. won't recall them. Right. The wrong sticker. The wrong stickers on your bike. Now, this did happen. It turns out this is, this. I had to go back into the Wayback Machine for this, but there was really an actual recall for W800s. If you had a W800 from 2011 to 2015, I don't know how many Americans that were because yeah. we didn't get a lot of them then, but they did have a straight up legit so there was improper routing of the electrical wires oh. under the fuel tank that may cause the, the, the power lines to come in contact with the frame edge, which you know could fray the wires. In yeah, addition, yeah. on certain models, uh, the throttle body holder may harden because of insufficient heat resistance. It's not good to have a hard throttle body holder. Um, so your intake boot got a little too tough and then well, you that can't might, have one all the time right you can't if it you lasts more the, than four hours call yeah, a doctor it, no go to your mechanic go to your mechanic if your if your car if your fuel injector holder stays hard for more than four hours you may want to see a mechanic well sometimes if you use the startron uh, uh what do you call it <laughs> what's that if you use what about a fucking viagra so Startron. right viagra, yeah special right exactly the special viagra the the lemonade yeah. the uh so anyway it is there's these two there were two problems one is your your intake might get too hard. And the other is there are some wires under the gas tank that might come in contact with the frame edge. Mm. Now, wiring problems under a gas tank, that's always one of those things that sounds really bad. But uh, people that work around motorcycles a long time will let you know that there's also four angry spark plugs right under there. There's all kinds of really dangerous shit within inches of five gallons of gas. Yeah, your coils, all that. All kinds of shit. Like, you know, you you are literally having two 50,000-volt coils fire to the frame that are holding the gas tank like the gas tanks over and because on our big old you know japanese motorcycles we would take the gas tank on and off a hundred times troubleshooting one problem and realize every single time you do that this big heavy metal gas tank is grinding up against these metal coil or these plastic coils yeah it's just not it's literally it's just weird science that we haven't all just blown ourselves to shit you know constantly Yeah. Yeah. yeah It's pretty, pretty bad, pretty bad news. But anyway, so that's it. So there's your, there's your recall alert. Your, your not too recent recall alert. Uh, 
had a guy come in today on a uh, very proud of his purchase. He got a 2000 and I'm going to get this right. Fifth, 2005. Yeah. Uh, 2005 Bergman. Oh, nice. Yeah. I bought it for 2,800 bucks. 450 or 650? 650. 650. $2,800. Happiest guy in the world. Mm -hmm. Uh, No, I'm sorry. The bike was 2009. It was 2009. So 2009, 13 years old. Brought in this big ass Bergman 650. Very, very proud of himself. Very happy. Uh, Both tires on the bike were exactly from 2008. (laughs) Uh, The bike had uh, 13,000 miles on it. So the back tire was through the core. I'd never seen a tire go through the cords, Hmm. but he was straight up through the cords. Oh, it was back to rubber? It was back to the liner. <laughs> right. So he'd gotten through the cords and he was back to the rubber liner. The cords were, I mean, they were hairy. They were yeah. like literally burned through the cords. He crashed it getting it over here. Yay. Uh, really? The center stand and side stand were rusted solid. Neither of them would function. So you couldn't, I, I, when he showed up, he's like, he's out in the parking lot and he's like, I got to lean it against something. I'm like, why the fuck do you got to lean it against something? He's like, well, the, the stand doesn't come down or whatever. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? The stand doesn't come down. So I was like, you look in our parking lot. There's nothing to lean it on except other motorcycles, right? So I was like, okay, I'm just going to lean the bike over and see what the hell fuck's going on. His center stand and his side stand or side stand had looked like they were under salt water for 20 years. Like they were one fused piece. The shock absorbers, which on the Bergman are chrome. Oh, yeah. Nope. Yeah. Rust the whole way top to bottom. And I'm like, I'm going to say this as nicely as I possibly can, because we have a rule to shop that we we will generally, anything that's under 15 years old, we're, we're going to work on. Not this. <laughs> and I was like, we're making an exception to our 15-year policy for you. We're not working on this. Oh, man, but I just need a tire in the worst way. Oh, yes, you do. Yes, you do. But the six fasteners I'm going to have to take off to get your tire off break most are of them. all going to break. Yeah. There is not a chance one thing is going to come off this bike without a torch or being broken when I when we try to take it off. Right. I've never seen a bike so fucking corroded. And I just told the guy, I was like, man, I hate to do this to you, but you didn't explain to me on the phone that this bike, like the last titled owner was Poseidon. This thing uh, is straight came, up. It probably came from New Orleans. Like we, could, I was joking. I was like, you know, oh, it's come from Atlanta. Yeah. I mean, Atlantis. I'm like, it's fucked. It's the most rusty bike I've ever yeah. seen. And of course, because it's a Bergman, the top of it's all shiny because it's plastic. It's all plastic. It's all plastic. He's like, it runs okay. It's kind of, it kind of runs okay. You know? I was like, he goes, I think the belt's slipping a little bit. I'm like, smallest of your problems. <laughs> Absolutely the smallest of your problems. I still want to know who who at Suzuki was like, you know, we should name a scooter for good sales. Bergman. 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 I mean, yeah. like, it's just not. You know what? There's nothing There's wrong. There's Earl Bergman in the uh, advertising department. So. <laughs> <laughs> he thinks it's a very, very good yeah. name. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck does Earl. Bergman mean? Right? right. Uh, there's no. Uh, there are. I mean, yeah, I know a lot of motorcycles get really interesting names and stuff like that. It's cool. They would have done better with the Hindenburgman. Well, so, you know. <laughs> so it's there's German like, for Tony. Well, it is actually. So the 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 Nurm- Bergman with two ends on the end of it, Bergman, um, that would have been Burke, which would have been a fortified town, a town with a wall around it, okay. right? A Burke, so but a castle kind of thing. But that's but that's not where it comes from. I mean, I, I looked it up under ancestry.com, and it's just like yeah, it's an, an ambiguation of a German name that is Bergman, you know. And Stan it is funny Clyde, that Stan, if you, what was his name? Earl. Earl. Well, you're fucking laughing, but that shit is straight up. Because look at the map, and I'm going to tell you where people Bergmans come from. 
Where do the Bergmans come from? Here. <laughs> Here. The most Bergman families were found in the USA in 1880 in Ohio. Right? Well done. Come on. So, you know, that tells you who their target audience was. Surrounded by the pink states of America. <laughs> <laughs> very, very, very friendly right there. That whole part of America is very fabulous, according to that chart. But it is really funny that that's like the Bergman had a name that apparently the, the heaviest concentration of Bergmans in the United States was in Ohio. So anyway, yeah, I love that. This was 100% of all the recorded Bergmans in the United States. The Ohio had the highest population of Bergman families in 1840. It's pretty funny. Anyway, so I don't, it, it's just bad naming strategies for motorcycles, part 101. The, uh, sorry. sorry about that. Wait, wait. Both leave and started on snoring, <laughs> groaning. <laughs> today, he was having a sexy dream. Today he was talking in his sleep. He was like, I don't owe you 20 bucks. You owe me 20 bucks. He was talking and, uh, to Kromke. He was talking to me. That's better. The last time I heard him, he was like, I swear I won't tell anybody. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had, okay, so I fell asleep at work. I had this dream. I was at Cleveland State. I was on a wheelchair, in a wheelchair, electric wheelchair, yeah. jumping things. A what? And the wheels <laughs> fell off. So then I'm like, I'm trying to get the wheels back on this wheelchair. And then, and then, um, then this guy's riding around me on this electric bike. And I'm like, hey, that's my electric bike you got. But I was on this wheelchair. Then he's like, no, it's my electric bike. Then this, this woman dressed in black steals all the money out of the wheelchair and starts running. And I jump out, like I tackle her, and I jump right on her chest. And she opens her mouth, and her teeth are black. I mean, they're not like decayed. You dude. remember more of this dream than I have remembered any dream I've ever had in yeah, my life. And then she says, I'll give you your money back as long as you buy dillweed from my dad. Dillweed? <laughs> what the shit? And like, how do, you, how, how do you ever dream like that? How do you know I love dillweed? <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when you spend your life on a shit plant. No, this is exactly this, what this happens. This is the fumes. Yeah, I was about to say, this proves that Jankum is real. Oh, <laughs> my God. He goes right to the source. He's just like... <laughs> <laughs> And just getting down with the fucking shit tank. Oh my god, that's so fucking crazy, man! Oh, I didn't drink coffee today. That's the problem. Is that yeah. the deal? Is that what it is? You know, there was some podcast was talking about that. That most people for the last hundred years have no idea what a baseline of not being on any drugs. Oh, is. interesting. Because most people drink coffee yeah, every right. morning and take so like Coca Cola you don't even or whatever. Know what yeah, your baseline, yeah. Sugar. Of, yeah, sugar, all this stuff. Yep. So uh, one of our podcast listeners has <clears throat> told me that we have a we have a mascot. <clears throat> Bear with me. And apparently we had a mascot we didn't even know it. And you know, we were joking like, you know, back in the old Dustin Elliott days, we'd be like, Squirrel! That's clearly our mascot. And uh, I did not know this, but we have a we have a Japanese listener who says that we that our um, that our our ma- mascot should be a tanuki. Does anybody know what a tanuki is? No, but I think I like it already. Okay. The tanuki. So um, the tanuki is a Japanese raccoon dog. Oh, man. Mm. I'm in 100%. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Right, right. And so the, the whole thing is, you know. I've heard of a raccoon. There was a story. A raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> a raccoon. <laughs> Oh, I just shit. I just have my new favorite thing to call somebody is a rakunk. <laughs> uh, you're a fucking rakunk. So um, 
Anyway, so the so the Japanese raccoon dog, right, is a tanuki, right? Uh, tanuki. So that apparently is our. Um, so the legendary tanuki is reputed to be mischievous and jolly, a master of disguise and shape shifting, but somewhat gullible and absent minded. It is and also a common theme in Japanese art. And so this is the Japanese raccoon dog is mainly nocturnal. You guys used to be. And, uh, and but they're uh, they vocalize by growling or with groans that have pitches resembling those of domesticated cats. Uh, it arches its back when it's trying to intimidate other animals. <laughs> and they do lower their bodies and their bellies to show that they're submitting. Yeah. And uh, so I, I, I got the I just absolutely love this fucking thing. I mean, I am 100% in love with this. And so there are these these tanukis, these fetish animals all over Japan. Uh, and I'm going to say, I, I don't hate it. Are they uh, pets? No, no. They're, they're pets just like raccoons are pets, right? Certain people have done it, but... Anyway, that's they what they like are. They look like bears. They like look, like, raccoon, they look like the best thing. It's a raccoon dog. Yeah, right. Did Mario have an outfit like this more... in one of the games? Okay, so anyway, uh, give, yeah, give me a second of that. But anyway, so while I was having fun with the, uh, <laughs> while I was having fun with this whole thing. It's and so just, cute, but it looks like it would chew a finger off in a It second. does. It looks like a combination between a wolverine and a raccoon. Wait, go back. Was that his ball sack on the floor? Like, seriously? No, no, I don't have to go back. Okay. All right. So that's that's uh, have to, but I'm. So now I'm it. thinking why this might be our spirit animal, right? Is <laughs> is <laughs> I've noticed something about every artistic representation that I have ever seen of a tanuki has one thing in common. Well, two things in common, right? Every artist representation that I have seen of a tanuki seems to focus on one or two particular parts of the animal. Look at even the cartoon over there. Even a fucking art, like a drawn piece of art. <laughs> large says, testicles. It says large testicles for Small financial penis. luck and Small fertility. Penis, large testicles. <laughs> <laughs> this is a real tanuki versus Carl's tanuki. Like the, ana- the, ana- the anatomy of a tanuki. I am completely fucking in love with our new spirit animal. Oh, there will be things on videos from now on. Oh, I, 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 it's, it <laughs> is. There is nothing that I don't love about the Tanuki. The Tanuki has got my vote for being the perfect Cleveland moto. The Tanuki teabag. The Tanuki teabag. <laughs> <laughs> the Tanuki is is just. It is absolutely. And apparently, there's Tanuki cosplay. Right. We gotta the, have yeah. the Tanuki finishing move. The Tanuki. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Belgian dip. Yeah. Look at this impressive bastard. Look at that magnificent motherfucker. It's just like it's a. It's like a. It's like a raccoon had sex with a Buddha. Yeah. <laughs> and this is the one I just called John. <laughs> That's the one I just called John. That's just John right there. John the Tanuki right there just enjoying his goddamn self. Yeah. I am completely in love with this fucking animal. So, yeah. So, we now have our Tanuki is our, our new uh, spe- official spirit animal of the Cleveland Moto podcast is the Tanuki. <laughs> Yeah, I, and I I did find it was also one of the patron saints of entertainers and bartenders, which I thought was interesting. This is this guy. This one here. This one we might have to call this one Johnny Chrome. There you go. That's Johnny Chrome. Yeah, that one's that one's Johnny Chrome, just hanging out, just enjoying himself, kind of just being one with the world there. 
but yeah, so Tanuki, we're Sometimes on there. the patron saint of bartenders, too. And you can, right, see, so you can see some resemblance. Yeah, oh, the pirate, like the Buddha, the Hoti, right? The Hoti on the pirate rum, uh, that Zen patron saint and protector of fortune tellers. And that's Zen, so that's Buddhism. And this is Japanese. It's very, it's very, very interesting. So I got a big kick out of it. We are a multicultural uh, podcast. Oh, we're all over the goddamn place. That's exactly right. (laughs) Yeah. Bring me your fucking Nordic fucking rune animal. We'll see which one we identify with. (laughs) Right. I don't care. Throw some fucking rocks in a pit. We'll see who we identify with. (laughs) Yep. We'll we'll fucking join your stones or whatever the hell we have to do. Yeah. At least you didn't send like the This one is a weird, there's a weird artistic impression going on with this one. I don't understand. Oh. That's Elephant Tanuki. <laughs> That's Elephant Tanuki of the Tanusticles. He's got yeah. lymph node problems. He's Jared. got a lymph node problem. That's right. He may have to go see a doctor. The, uh, so that, I thought that was just a fucking, uh, just a giant thing for us, for our Tanuki. So that's, that's badass. So thank you, listener. So you'd throw me, so somebody handed me a phone. Go ahead. Yeah, I don't want to swipe anything on your phone, Steve. Don't. So this is listener mail for you. I'm, I'm honestly surprised right now my hand's not wearing three condoms. <laughs> hey, Okie Phil, just found your channel and very much enjoying the stories and tips that you shared that I've seen. I'm a cancer survivor bit by the scooter bug this year, and I'm absolutely hooked. After putting about 2,000 smiles on my first scooter, the Leafon KP Mini 150. Leafon KP Mini 150. Curious. Let's do it. Let's just fucking do it. We're here, right? Okay, let's find out what this is. We need to find out. Just graphic training is Leafon KP Mini 150. Boy, you know, they they stress. Oh, that's the, the Grom thing. They stress the Mini. Yeah, it's the Grom looking. Oh, I, I can't. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. it's a Grom. It's yeah. a Grim. Yeah. Yeah, it's a Grim. All right. So it's a Grim. But it's supposed, I mean, it's like it's a 70 mile an hour. It's a, basically, it's more like a TN. Fair enough. Yeah. 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 All right. Kick ass. I thought it was a scooter. So that's why I got thrown. Yeah, me too. Curious if you have any experience with these or possibly have a recommendation. I think you just heard it. Uh, on how many miles you should have before having the valves checked. Oh, all the time. Just always be checking the valves. <laughs> <laughs> it's Chinese. It's dude. Chinese, dude. Here's the rule. If you want to embrace that whole, like, look at how much motorcycle I got for this much money. Yeah. Take all the money you saved and invest it in valves. Well, the adjusting of those valves. Like, if you're not sure, if if it's a day that has a Y at the end of it, adjust your valves. Right. As yep. soon as they get quiet, sell it. As soon it. as they get quiet, well, that's, that's what, right. So there, there's a couple guys I know that they, they buy the Grimms. Right. They ride them for 1,500 miles, right. sell them for $100 yeah. less than they paid for yep. them, and then just get a new one. And buy another and one. Right. You never have to worry about the valves. All right. All right, so he says, uh, recommendation on how many miles you should have before having the valves checked on something small like that. No, it's just it's just the Chineseiness of it. It's just like we've discovered, and one of our friends, uh, Tom Pennington down in New Orleans, has a lot of experience working on the Chinese bikes, and they're like, yeah, just trust me, valves. Uh, keep the stories coming, and hopefully someday I'll get the chance to meet you in person. Any scooter rallies in southern Michigan that you might recommend, God bless, God bless, ride fast and take chances. Right on, Shane Weisscup. Uh, very cool. Ann the uh, I, I, 100% Southern Michigan, Detroit, dude. Detroit. It's Detroit. Detroit always has some shit going on. The Detroit Scooter Club, uh, they have a scooter club called the Rovers. Uh, now, they're not actually in Detroit. They're, I think they're in the suburb of Royal Oak because I believe the name, the Detroit Rovers, is actually an acronym for, I'm going to get this right, Royal Oak Vintage enthusiasts riding scooters. Oh, it's like Shield. They had to work really hard for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like. Does anybody know what the Shield acronym is? Strategic Homeland Initiative. Uh, in ah oh, shit, 
yeah, I, I, I don't. I, the The acronym for Shield is one of those ones that, as they say, if you're a, if you're a nerd, the Shield acronym is one of those things they've really had to fucking work for. And but no, exactly. He's just he's, he's nerd adjacent, right? Yeah, yeah. The uh, the um, right now, right now, I know that. Right now, right now, I know that there are nerds out there yelling at their fucking radio, and it makes me really happy. God damn it. It stands for Strategic Homeland Intervention Enforcement and Logistics Division. You fucking plebe. That's what it stands for. Strategic Homeland Intervention Enforcement and Logistics Division. It's real. That's I like the, the idea of them yelling it's at real. their radio. It's real. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, man. I was listening hey, to a podcast. Space Force can be real, that can be real. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, right? We need a Space Force. <laughs> man. They're launching a hyper. No, you don't. The hyperbaric missiles at everybody. That doesn't go into space. They, they stay in the atmosphere. <laughs> Whatever they are. Hyper-sonic. He's back in the iron lung again. Oh, shit. He's back in the iron lung. I know. I just said that Oh, my God. Hyper. No. And in your case, they're launching hyperbolic missiles. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's look at the definition of hypersonic. It's, that would be yeah. faster than the speed of sound, yes. right? Yes. Many missiles are hypersonic. But it doesn't. You but they don't realize go, an IBM. No, but they don't. Go an ICBM? ICBM right. goes into outer space exactly. and re-enters right. at well past the speed. Yes, well past, right. The difference is, is that these right. just go up and come down yeah. and then they hug the Earth. They stay within the atmosphere. But yeah. the whole idea is. I'm the sure there is a nuance to that. The difference between a non-hypersonic missile and a hypersonic missile mm-hmm. is that one gets to you 17 and a half minutes earlier. Mm-hmm. That's it. You're done. Yeah. That's Either it. Way, still- it's the same thing. The second one of them gets launched, one of them gets launched, mm-hmm. all of ours get launched. And then we have problems that are too big to solve with math. Right? <laughs> so it doesn't matter whether your missile is hypersonic, subsonic, or aquatic. It doesn't fucking matter if it's a fucking you know, nuclear-tipped albatross. Yeah, I read a whole article about this The today. second like, anybody fires anything that resembles something yeah. intercontinentally and ballistic-y or missile <laughs> then we are going to do what we do best, which is, like, use all the shit we've been paying for since World Wars II, yeah. and all the yeah. roofs are going to pop off of all the fucking things that are hiding in Granny's cornfield. It's the same old problem. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you can nuke me. Yes. Even if I don't nuke you back, you're still fucked because of a nuclear winter. Right. And because of yeah. the tides, all the, you know, uh, the, the prevailing winds, right. the rule eventually is the radiation John's is going nukes, to go all the way around the world. And my nukes don't matter because eventually they're all our nukes. Right. <laughs> right. They may start out as being John's nukes. We may not understand that we all live on one planet now. Well, but you will. Are we sure that they haven't populated another planet already? Like, well, as soon as I don't do, know. Is this just winter or is this nuclear winter? I need to know how to dress. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're, it doesn't matter because then you're all fukushima Exactly. Well, it's right. not even that, right? I mean, look at Chernobyl, right? And all of a sudden the UK is like, hey, what the fuck? Like, this happened down there. And exactly. We're getting affected within a month my, and a half. My ex-wife <laughs> had to, my ex-wife had to go back to Germany for cancer treatment on her back because she lived on the same continent with Chernobyl. You know, what the fuck? I mean, that's like, come on, people. Yep. If you think for a second that hypersonic missiles are going to mean one fucking bit of anything to anybody, it's just hilarious because it's just like, well, you know, okay, well, that means that one's going to get an extra 226 miles before we detect it. Sure, they're difficult to shoot down. Yeah. 
and so are ICBMs. <laughs> right? Like, you could shoot one. If it was a one-on-one, right, if right, one right, ICBM was right, coming here, you right. might be able to shoot it down. Right, yeah. But, now you, but as I, soon as you launch 50 of them, oh, I was gonna say, there's I don't even nothing think that can stop. I, it's, isn't it just like certain things in the world, it's like nobody can eat just one Lay's, Lay's potato chip? That's what, I, that's what the marketing says. I don't think there's an option for just shoot one oh, missile. Yeah. <laughs> you know, fire one across their bow. Yeah. Just one ping. It would be interesting if it could yeah. actually play out this way. Well, uh, China just launched one missile at, at Washington, D.C. Okay. Everybody would cheer. Really, though? Everybody cheer. Okay. I think it'd be more fun if they said... We're going to launch just one missile back at them. One missile. <laughs> I think it's just, just... They just launched, launched a missile. One missile? One missile. Just one missile. Where's it going? Butte, Montana. Yeah, <laughs> Topeka. Ooh, how are we going to react? <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, Quick. I mean, seal, seal Montana. Where's it, where's it headed towards? It's headed towards Ann Arbor, Michigan. Well, that's a blue town. So <laughs> that's a, that's a blue town. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Well, they did vote for they do. They do back the wrong sports team. <laughs> I think that one just got through. I, I don't know. I'm just saying. Let's see what they do next. I'm feeling jaunty. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, and if you live in Ann Arbor, I'm, I'm, again, I'm just envious of you. Everybody in Michigan hates everybody in Ohio. It's a rule. Yeah. Yep. So that's that. Anybody got a joke? You want to hear a joke? I want to hear a joke. I totally want to hear a joke. One day, a Scotsman who's been stranded on a desert island for over 10 long years sees an unusual speck on the horizon. It's certainly not a, a ship, he thinks to himself. As the speck gets closer and closer, he begins to rule out the possibilities of a small boat, then even a raft. Suddenly emerging from the surf is a drop-dead, gorgeous blonde woman wearing a wetsuit and scuba gear. As she approaches the stunned man... Her name is Honey Ryder. ...and says to him, Tell me, how long has it been since you've had a cigarette? Ten years, replies the Scotsman. With that, she reaches over, unzips a waterproof pocket on her sleeve, and pulls out a pack of fresh cigarettes. He takes one, lights it, takes a long drag, and says, Oh, in the name of the wee man, that is good. Then she says, How long has it been since you've had a sip of good scotch? Trembling, the castaway replies, Ten years. She reaches over, unzips her right sleeve, and pulls out a flask and hands it to him. He opens the flask, takes a long swig, and says, Tis absolutely fantastic. At that point, she starts to slowly unzip her long zipper that runs down the front of her wetsuit and looks at the man and asks, how long has it been since you've played around? With tears in his eyes, the man falls to his knees and sobs, oh, sweet Jesus, don't tell me you've got golf clubs in there, too. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> that's a riot. Damn, man. Uh, thank you, Chris. We desperately needed that. <laughs> that's you pretty good. You brought us back from the brink. You did bring us back. You did bring us back. Absolutely. So do you know that we have a podcast listener who's actually a Patreon? And I'm not joking when I tell you that he has a very interesting name. It has got to be made up. It's got to be fake. There's no way that it can be real. It cannot be a real name. Hermie Merbler? No. Schlarmy Beckerman. 
No. Just asking. John Bonesteel. Oh, that's a great name. So John Bonesteel is one of our Patreons. And uh, John Bonesteel, uh, he was recently at, you know, he's asking us some questions on the Patreons about, uh, you know, some, some, you know, what bikes he might be interested in and stuff like that. And he's the guy that said, you know, he's, he's got this R65 that he's had for a long time. He's, you know, he's turning 60 next week. Oh, all right. Congratulations. So, yeah. So there you go. And uh, he's been riding in with a group in northern New Jersey. And he's got a Vespa GTS for popping around town and that kind of stuff. And all that good stuff. But he's considering getting a newer bike than his R65. And so he, he asked, he's like, do you think that an F750 GS is a good bike? And I'm like, fuck yeah, man. I mean, yeah. If, especially if you already like BMWs. There's nothing wrong with that thing. And it's going to run circles around an old 70s R65. You're going to be super happy with that. And you won't be hitting weird things with those protruding cylinders. So, you know, you, just, you can lean her over and not, you know, hit stuff. It's, it's a great idea, and it's super cool. And I told him just that, and he goes, and, you know, he's also been looking at the Moto Guzzi after listening to um, uh, listening to us. And uh, he said he was riding around today, had a brisk, brisk brisk ride around Vernon, New Jersey. But, yeah, a, a Moto Guzzi is just a BMW with, with you know. With the flaps up. I was going to say, it's <laughs> just a BMW without saggy tits. It's just a perky. <laughs> it's a perky BMW. That's all it is. That's all a Moto Guzzi is. It's a perky BMW. It's like a young teenage BMW. Yeah, look uh, at that one with those jugs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, anti-gravity jugs. Yeah. Yeah. And the heads stick right up the ceiling. That's it. So, uh, but anyway, his, his name is John Bonesteel. I can't make that shit up. Bonesteel. Rock on. So rock on, John Bonesteel. And then other in other news. Rock on. Uh, John, John Rock Bone Steel. Yeah, right? Make your bike run. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Bone Steel. Yeah, that's a good, uh, I like that. Uh, but uh, we also had, I didn't, I forgot that people could even do this, but apparently uh, one of our podcast listeners increased his Patreon amount from $10 to $20. Okay, I thought when you got in for a penny, you were in for a pound. But apparently, somebody thought that we needed more support, so they changed their pod. They changed their Patreon from ten bucks to twenty bucks. I'm not blowing the guy this time. It's your turn. <laughs> His last name's Minikowski, so I don't think you have anything to worry about. Okay, right? Yeah, they're not not known for being big in the trousers. So, uh, but that's that's the deal. So yeah, we it's very fucking cool. That was that was badass. Yeah. And then uh, thanks, guy. Well, yeah, and Dave Dave King was nice enough to say that he digs it when we talk about vans and shit. Like, so it turns out like he's a van enthusiast. I don't know if you guys are aware of this. Okay, but outside of like clowns and pedophiles, there are some human beings that like vans, and they call themselves two percenters. Yep, which I think is a riot because they're like one percenters of the outlaw motorcycle people. Right. So you know, four wheels and everything two else. Two percent partiers or whatever. Two percent, right? Two percent vandemonium. Two percent vanders. Does that include the one percenters? Is it like two percent minus the one percenters because they're already up there? I, don't, I have no idea. So I mean, they're like the 97 percenters? Well, like, like we saw, I was joking. I wanted to have a patch that said 99 percenter. because I think it's one minus two percent over 90 percent. There's a oh. great fucking documentary made in the late 70s about this van. Formula. Yeah, about the van cultures, yeah. the two percent van cultures. It's terrible, but it's yeah. amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. And I've been to a few van ins. I've been, you know, well, the, Kevin and those guys, right? the Nationals, yeah. yeah with the one green fuzz. Oh, they love that. Yeah. So, but it's funny. So he says he just, uh, he just got a 95 Chevy G20 mm-hmm. 
Now, for the record, in case you're a van spotter, the G20 is the one that's always made into conversion vans, mm. and it's got the double headlights on both sides, the so oh, two yeah, square yeah, headlights yeah. on both sides. And uh, but anyway, he got a 98% operable 95 G, 95 G20. Nine, so he's a 2%. Vanner, because he's got 98% operable van. Yeah. That's great. I think at any moment, most of my vehicles are only 90% op- 98% sure. operable. Yeah. So he's got one. He picked it up for 1700 bucks. Can't beat it. Yeah, no shit. Better than the guy that got a $2,800 Bergman. The, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's winning. He's fucking winning. Takes up about the same amount of space he said in the he's garage, armed, too. Right? Yeah. He says he's armed with a Haynes manual and an appropriate uh, hour-to-beverage ratio. Oh. He says... He can drive it forever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's like, you're right. The well, appropriate hour to beverage ratio. I've been all around the hood of my G30, which yeah. is what my yeah. RV is. RV is, yeah. So I know a little bit about. Mm-hmm. Basically the same thing. Yeah. Just a, it's like in the world of econ lines, you have E150, E250, E350, and it's G20, G30, et cetera. It translates the same. And same the, doghouse. The same. <laughs> Yay. You're literally in the doghouse. Yeah. Yeah. You could the be in the doghouse. The question is what length of shag is he going to run? Yeah, that's an important question when you're talking about those fucking things. That's for real. So yeah, that's that's definitely something you want to be aware of. So you're gonna paint free shoes on the side of it and cruise for ladies. Cruise for ladies. <laughs> there, uh, I've been. I've had a lot of vans. I've owned quite a few vans. I've had some boogie vans. I've had some normal vans. I've had vans get stolen because they were just too cool. And uh, it's a hard thing when you when you identify with a van and you make it something you love, and some bastard fucking steals it. Yeah, it's a hard van life. It is a hard van life. Yeah, it's down by the river. It's a hard van. Life. My green van was called Bradley Van Stabben. <laughs> and if your van's called Bradley Van Stabben, that's a fucking cool name for a van, man. You know, when you open the back, did it smell like success? <laughs> <laughs> Got the first half right. <laughs> that's it. it You're halfway like, there. <laughs> smelled like bleach and old pennies. <laughs> 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 yeah, I uh one of our friends came up with the name. Like we were having a we were having a name my van contest and uh we were having the name my van contest and one of our friends she goes oh, and she worked on it for a while and she goes Bradley Van Stabben. I was like bing. <laughs> I was like, "Yep, you win. That's it. That is officially the the official name of that van." At that point was your car boot too hard to be <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it, that was, it's one of those, uh, yeah, yeah. And then the, the one that we had stolen was called Black Betty. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, Black Betty. Bamba Lamb. Yeah, back <laughs> Van on the Lamb. Yeah, that was it. That was that one. But yeah, always, for scooter haulers, yeah, I always have my fucking eyes open for, uh, you know, another scooter hauler. And when I say scooter hauler, I mean motorcycle, scooters, the whole sure. thing. Basically, it's a place to go and hide when it rains. Mm-hmm. And a place to, when you're going cross country, you can have your bikes in the back and nobody's going to steal them. Or get wet. Right. The wet part's not so much a big deal, but you know, when we travel around, I got, I got a whole grip of BB guns and shit. I don't want to get stolen. Right. I got all kinds of valuable things. I don't want to disappear. My liquor alone is worth thousands. But if you do yeah. travel in the winter, leave up from up here in the winter. Yeah. It's nice to have a van because then your shit isn't all covered in salt and yuck. And when a van is not moving, it's a shed. Right. Right. You have room to hide two motorcycles from your wife. Yeah. If you have a van and you just park it, it the first car in your driveway, right? And you can hide two motorcycles. Nobody knows you even have all winter long. And it's just cool. And it's like in the in the springtime, then free motorcycles. Yeah, it's yeah, it's the coolest thing in the fucking world. You could have a bunch of vans in your backyard. 
and tell your wife that you're going to fix them all. Oh, you know, but you all can, they are is just sheds you know you for hidden motorcycles. If you had a van, you yeah. could be driving down the street and see a scooter next to some dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? If you drive around in an empty van, because I've done it a lot, yeah. you can be like, you look at the world a different way. Everything is just potentially stealable, <laughs> right? If you drive a van, there have been, look, when I come into work on Tuesday morning, I have to drive through Avon Lakes, U.S., you know, Route 6, that's yep. Lake Road. And so on the left-hand side of the road are million-dollar houses, and on the right side of the road are $10 million houses, yeah. right? So when you drive down that road on garbage day, you can never have a big enough pickup truck. Oh, I'm sure. Like, it's just like brand-new gas grills because they couldn't figure out how to hook it up. You know, it's the electric start. Yeah, the electric start. The propane tank was empty, so they (laughs) got a new one. Well, no, it's the same. The same thing by me. I have University Heights and all that. That's how I got my snowblower. Of course, yeah. The guy didn't use it for brand new. Never started. He's like, it doesn't work. It doesn't start. It It doesn't work. Yeah, I got four fucking lawn umbrellas this year. I swear they were never opened. They're brand new. They're gorgeous. Big ass fucking umbrellas. I'm going to be using them all next year. Color. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, we changed. We're mouth this year. We call, you know? it, we call it the curb store by us. The curb store, yeah. Curb they, store my buddy calls up. it the giving alley. Yeah. <laughs> the giving alley. <laughs> the giving alley, where he lives. He gets all kinds of cool shit. He leaves shit in the giving alley, and he picks shit up out of the giving alley. John, my couch John, is a garbage pick. John oh, really? something else to Nice leather alley. couch. Right on, dude. Nice, <laughs> nice, nice leather couch. It was. It was Only been used in one porn. <laughs> No, this guy Did throws you put out a black light on it. No, the guy throws out teak, whole his old teak uh, patio furniture, like all teak, got it, all nice. You got it home. You yeah, put, you, yeah. I'm listening. You put a black light on it. It looked like cow print. <laughs> <laughs> I only eat off of it sometimes. <laughs> that was after John stayed over. Oh man. <laughs> That's pretty fucking good. <laughs> yeah, I, I do. There's a point where you do have to draw the line. I think that's it. The rule is you only garbage pick furniture you're ultimately going to burn, right? You might enjoy it for the weekend at the rally or something like that, but then it goes in the fire. No, so we're good. We're taking it because I got it. I had a cart. I put yeah. it on a cart. And I was pulling it with my passport. Yeah. Wait, 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 hold on. <laughs> oh, people who are listening back might up, not have caught up. that. You got to back up. You uh, garbage, a wait a second. You garbage picked a couch. Right. With a Honda Passport. Right. And, and, and is it the pickup cart. truck version? No, it was no. the Passport version. Honda passport. Standard Passport. Right. Big carrying, family carrying. Right. You know. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And the, so, the little the girl standing in the door. Look at it. Somebody's taking the couch. <laughs> Screaming so out the door. You, you went and you got the- a cart. You got a four wheeled cart. Yeah. You got a cart from somewhere. Yeah, I have a Because you didn't at take home. it with you on the passport everywhere you go. No, I mean, I hooked it to the back of my passport just like I hooked my boat trailer to the back of my passport and I pulled that home. <laughs> you don't own a small boat. All your boats are big. Well, this is like for us. I have a, a friend of mine gave me a trailer. Is it the trailer that's out of the property? No, it's, okay. it's about the same size trailer as that, though. Okay, that's a lot of trailer to pull behind a fucking passport. Yeah, so I just hooked the, chain, the safety chains on it. The word, anything bigger than radio flyer should never <laughs> be behind a fucking passport. It pulled it just fine. God damn. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So you got a four-wheel cart, and you put a goddamn couch on it sideways, and you dragged it somehow behind a passport. Yep. Wow. <laughs> that, I mean, hey, that's, that's amazing. 
That's that's shocking. I've gotten a lot of stuff on that passport. My God. Got okay. All right. Stereo equipment. You know. But you have those critters. expandable bag things on the back. Of all the things you've yeah. got, I bet you've never got laid. <laughs> <laughs> Not on the passport. Yeah. Yeah. There's you always can, hope. You can, right. There's a lot of things you can get. Late ain't one of them. <laughs> okay, I won the rally. I won the Lakewood Moto Rally on my passport. On your passport. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. I, there you go. I think I'll look it up. Yeah. Look it up. <laughs> look it up. It's on <laughs> the internet. It is? Yeah. I, my I, son and I my son and I won it. He was a navigator. He's like it was one of those times. There's a picture of John right there. He's getting our fridge. Just picking up a fridge <laughs> on his way home right quick. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I love the safety concern. The dude's wearing a helmet. Meanwhile, the kid is holding the cart with his testicles. That's the only thing. He's got his dick in that top case. Are, are the ropes around the kid? The rope is literally the, around the kid and the fridge. Those look like bun, bungee, bungee cords. Yeah. Those are bungees going around the fridge and the kid. And dad's pulling him on a grand dink. Yep. Well, that's a stepson. That's not that a real kid. Yeah. I mean, there's another refrigerator being toys hoisted on the back of, you know, a 180cc scooter, 125. Uh yeah, that's yeah. Well done. Did you ever see that one from TikTok? It's the guy is on a bicycle and he sees a fridge. Yep. And he one arms a fridge on yeah, a bicycle. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah. I yeah. was like, holy. It's fuck. a it's a mini fridge, well, you know, yeah, but it's still amazing. Yeah, right? it's it epic. What's that? Yeah, it's this dude. It's this dude right here. It's that dude. Yeah, that is that right there. That's you that. just gotta want it. You just right? gotta want it, and that dude wants it more than most. That's I, not that many. That, no, no, that's a pretty big fridge. That's a pretty fucking big fridge. Yeah, that guy. That is his wife yeah. was like, "I need to keep my beer cool, and if you can bring me something, I'll take care of you." Right, and that motherfucker. And that's different like, guys. Yeah. So that's that guy, and that guy are different guys. So I gotta tell you, when part it of the same to, club though. When it, yeah, <laughs> when it comes to moving a beer fridge, people have superhuman strength. The Hufford School That's the one I think cheap. I'm talking about because he gets on a bicycle with that. That one, that guy right there. Yeah, yeah, that guy right there. Completely, you know that two things are going to happen. One, somebody's going to come out and say, "Where's that fridge I left there?" <laughs> and that's going to be the second thing that happens. Honey, Wait, go back but, to that guy though. Is he shirtless and shorts in the snow? The other guy that was lifting up the big that drink. guy. No, no, no. The one in the green. What's pants. funny is there's pictures of at least three <laughs> right. different guys hoisting refrigerators on bicycles. At least three. No, it's not show. It's just a whited out picture. Okay. Yeah, it's just a washed out picture. It's like look at the one down there. There's like see all this. Look at right there to the right. Oh, that's sunlight. Never mind. That's sunlight. <laughs> that's just, no, it again, sunlight. That, that's how you know you've been living in Cleveland too long. It does look like. What snow. is that white light in the sky? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Right. Do we have Do we have any parting gifts for our contestant today? <laughs> You want a lowbrow sign and a lowbrow banner. Right. Uh, you so want a mini fridge. That's exactly. You want a tongue moisturizer. So when you ride the bus, your tongue won't stick to the window. Okay. So I not- did win a bronze medal in the Olympics. So <laughs> you did win a bronze medal? Yeah, the special Olympics. The, uh, well, <laughs> again, doesn't matter. <laughs> it's still. Uh, uh, but here's what I would like to do. I would like any of our. We have <laughs> Daniel Kromke brought in some items to be uh, given away to our uh, to any of our podcast listeners. So we had to come up with a stupid thing. So uh, I've come up with a stupid thing. I will mail this to you if you were anywhere in the lower forty eight. We have a lowbrow uh, sign. Uh, John, would you? John or Chris, would you go over there? Grab that. There's a lowbrow sign and a banner. 
Uh, if you pick those items up and bring them over here, we'll put them on display for our podcast viewers to see. They're on the seat of that green Wespa. And uh, they are going, we'll do this. So if you send us a story and you can send it to any of the usual suspects, you can send it to clevelandmoto at gmail.com. Um, we're going to send you this medal. That's real metal. Only real signs make that noise. That's right. So we're going to send you a lowbrow customs metal sign. Very metal. And then we're also going to send you a uh, lowbrow customs banner. Only real banners make that sound. Uh, it's a real banner. It's not a fake banner. It's not a David banner. It's a real banner. And then we'll get that lowbrow customs. You can show your friends how authentic you are. I thought it was Bruce Banner. Bruce Banner? David Banner? Brent Banner? All the little banners? Yep. So that's that's coming to you. And then I've got another gift that we're going to put in there. But it's a super secret gift that aren't all the podcast guys aren't allowed to know about yet. Uh, but I'm going to put a bottle of Johnny Drum. But here's the yeah. but here's the thing that you got to do. You got to work for this. Many will enter. Only one will leave. This is the Squid Games of podcast stupid games. Okay. Uh, red light, green light, uh, green light, red light, go. Shot in the face. Uh, we are going to make you. S- send us a story of the best and or dumbest thing you ever stole while riding a motorcycle. Oh, so I want to hear the best and or dumbest thing you ever stole while riding a motorcycle. Scooters do count mopeds, eh, bicycles. Fuck. No, uh, this is not a fucking peddler podcast. So yeah, give us a story. Doesn't matter how long it is. What about virginity? On your moped. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, he was he was fourteen, but he had the body of a twelve year old. There you go. What, what, you was that when you were jacking? You would have had it stolen because nobody gave it away nobody freely. Nobody's giving it away. <laughs> yeah. So whatever you stole, if you stole something cool, write us a little, you know, just and you know, put it and put it, you know. Cle- of course, allegedly. Clevelandmoto at gmail.com. Statute of limitations is out on this. We lie about everything anyway. Don't worry about it. Right. <laughs> I post I post pictures of my shit on my motorcycles on the freeway going a thousand miles an hour. Some cop shows up. That's all CGI. Yeah, right. I'm amazing. He said, I've seen your edits. You're not amazing. I've seen your videos. You know a guy. Yeah, you didn't fake that. Yeah. We faked just the speedometer part. It's all made up. It's all fake. So that's the deal. Anything, a little story about something you stole on a motorcycle or a scooter. That's fine. Yeah. Scooter people are relentless though. I've seen people steal beer mirrors. You know what a beer mirror is? Uh-uh. A beer mirror is like you go into a bar, like a oh, nice bar. Yeah, yeah. They get these really big mirrors. And they have like a you know yeah. Newcastle brewery or some shit or Guinness or whatever. These things are big. Mm-hmm. They're kind of so big that they don't even really work too hard putting them to the wall because they're like the little po- pictures and shit. People steal those all the time. So they got like 19 drywall screws going into them. But the big giant fuck off mirror. I saw James come out of a place one time. Full size. <laughs> Proud. He probably had no idea he was doing it. Really. No, no, no. <laughs> He's like, guy. who threw that fucking mirror in the back of my truck? So angry. Phil, angry Phil, fucker. You got to help me. One of our friends is a thief. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we were at a motorcycle. I think Statue of Limitations is out on this one. There's a quickie. We're at the uh, Indian Indianapolis used to have the Motorcycle Expo, the Dealer's Expo oh, for motorcyclists. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, this is where... Uh, you get like 400 people in a room. That's okay. But if there are 400 motorcycle dealers in a room, 
That's fucking, they're all just children. They all just fucking, you know, their wives aren't there. Hey, we're going to get horse and blah, blah, blah. They're like Indianapolis, you don't have any of that shit. No. You're in India, no place. There's nothing going on. We went with the Starboys every year and I had the Rider for Life booth. Yeah. There. So, oh, it was yeah. fucking nuts. Man. And it's just all a bunch of dealers. So it's like, you want to get the attention of the dealers. You're like, all right, free beer in the Fulmer tent from 4.04 <laughs> to 4.05 p.m. Yeah. And there's 9,000 people to get like the world's worst free beer. And they're just throwing it down their hole. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And it's like, that will be like, okay. And then at 4.10 to 4.15, Parts Unlimited booth has free beer. Right. And everybody had flasks. Yeah. You couldn't walk yeah. around and talk yeah. to somebody with a, here, have a snort. Right. So by yeah. like 2 p.m., you're hammered. You're fucking. <laughs> but then like some, there would always be some group that's like trying to outdo it. Oh, yeah. And they're like, uh, right now in the... Uh, Riders for Life Party Pavilion. We've got Kid Rock. And they will like literally have somebody come in and do like three songs. Yeah. And some artists you've actually heard of. But but it's yeah. not in their prime. No, 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 no. Yeah, they're a one hit wonder from way back or whatever. So but anyway, there'll there will always be that thing. And back when the dealer expo used to be straight up out of control, we had these guys from I think they were from Cincinnati or Columbus, went into one of the bars, saw a fucking Newcastle neon sign. Not fake neon sign, a legit straight up neon sign. And they were like, I got to have that. And these fucking engineers are like, who's got a Gerber tool? And I'm like, I, you know, give them a goddamn Gerber tool. Make that shit happen, Johnny. And they and they worked on this thing forever. And they got it off the fucking wall. And it was like above the staircase. So one guy had to stand on the other guy's shoulders to get this thing. They got it down. They didn't break it. They got through the front door of the place. And they were so excited that the guy took it and he fucking yeeted it in the back of his pickup truck and it just shattered. And then the fucking neon went everywhere and just exploded. And I was like, you fucking assholes. You snatched failure from the mouth of greatness. Like it could have been so cool. That time you stole a kick-ass fucking Newcastle neon sign. Ah, nope. Shatter. And we're all in the second story window, watching them out the window, watching this whole thing happen. And they had no choice because they still had to exit. They still had to haul ass like they had achieved the goal because they're no less guilty of stealing something. The fact that they just destroyed it because they're stupid. Yeah. yeah. If you rob a bank and the fucking ink thing blows yeah. up, you're still in <laughs> trouble. Congratulations. Yeah. You don't just stop and say, got me. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's worthless, right. so I'm okay. Right? Yeah, okay, you know what? We tried to steal your neon sign, $500, but it blew up, so we're just going to hang around and drink now more. Okay, bye. No, just fucking totally fucked that up. He's totally screwed that. Completely. No, but you know what? You were absolutely right, though. <laughs> They'd be like, today at 4 o'clock, we have Nelson. Yes. And you're like, wait, weren't that the Nelson twins? Yeah, no, we couldn't afford both of them. We just have We're Nelson. We're just a Nelson. We have one Nelson. He's, but you can't tell which one it is. No. But it's a Nelson. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah. And. Down the street, they're getting both Gallagher's. We have one Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> that's so fucking stupid. How awesome would it have been if Gallagher, the two Gallagher's would have fought with the fucking hammers? Would have been oh, great. That would have been awesome. Again, that's a missed opportunity. Yeah, I don't know why yeah. they didn't go for that. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I would pay to see that. Better than most of the things anybody's ever paid Didn't to see. Didn't he deny That's right that up there with Ben. Oh, yeah. Too? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm. Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It's like Andrew WK. There's a couple of them, too. Are there really? Oh, yeah. There's more than one. Yeah. Andrew. So there's like Andrew WK and Andrew WK the like, deuce. The guy who shows up and plays occasionally when the real guy. Really? Plays. Oh, yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, because like they showed pictures and they're just totally two different dudes. They both oh. have white oh, T-shirts. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. But again, the, the white guy rap world is not that deep. 
Right. So you're like, yeah. who is it? It's Eminem. Yeah. Or Andrew WK. Or one of them fucking Tech guys. Yeah. Eight or whatever the hell it is. Yeah. I don't know. That's how old we are. That's it, man. Anybody have anything else? Oh, let's shut this down so the old kids can go to bed. Right. Fuck. I feel right. so terrible. I, I feel fucking guilty for keeping them awake and shit. You know what it is? Sometimes you come into the podcast, yeah. and obviously the listeners know, and like, yeah. the energy's great. We yeah. just fucking roll. And just, right. Like last week, three hours. Three hours. Three fucking three solid three hours. Three fucking hours, yeah. yeah. This week, it's like pulling teeth. These two got to well, the problem is I'm I mean, sitting across the bar from him and I'm getting sleepy. <laughs> and I'm like, a slice of be- pizza and a beer, that's pretty much a tranquilizer for me. Yeah, but yeah. anybody who knows, I don't go to sleep until 4 o'clock in the morning. When my wife's getting out of bed, we high-five and I go in the bed. That's how I operate. What I you, sleep very little. What do you call that? Hot bunk? Hot, hot racket. Hot racket. Hot racket. <laughs> hot pocket. It's a little yeah. different. Yeah. Hot, hot. I do got a question for you. Yeah. So what would you suggest putting on like an acrylic windshield for anti-rain? Oh, another windshield. No. Right? <laughs> Seriously, like, well, we, ta- we did talk about this uh, on the one podcast. Yeah, so uh, there's yeah, a product Pepperoni called... grease. Yeah, yeah. P- <laughs> Papa John's grease. Well, see, I remember we were talking Papa about John's the face shield, um, but I didn't know for the acrylic. So there is. So there's a product that's used in the aviation industry called Clearview or Cleanview. And uh, Clearview, and I know it's one of those things that's, you know, it's spelled wrong. It's got to be spelled wrong. Uh but K-L-E-R. I think it is, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, v. Yeah, V-U, V-U or something, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're right. It is It is clear view. <laughs> it's actually all clear. So it's uh, all clear and all clear. And I'm gonna, I'll put it up on the screen just so you can see it. Uh, I used to work in an airport a long time ago. And uh, if there's one thing that I can tell you about uh, airplanes... The people that operate them spare no expense. And so, and they're very proud. They'll tell you about it. And uh, so it is true that uh, that product right there, it's uh, this shit, a lot of windshield, a lot of airplanes don't have windshield wipers because windshield wipers are friction and they would cause dirt on the windshield to scratch up and shit like that. So this is a product that we sold at the airport very many years ago. And I don't think anybody has ever found anything that works better. Uh, except for pizza grease. Apparently, except for pizza grease. Uh, yeah. And so, it can also be used as a uh, prophylactic for COVID-19. Oh, well, <laughs> again, and what can't, honestly. Uh, so this stuff, this stuff does legitimately work. It does, it does make the windshield look fantastic, but also water won't stick to it. Nice. Yeah. So it the shit does work. Um, I don't know if we happen to have any here in the shop. I also know that we have Plexus here. So if you don't fly an airplane, but if you're riding a BMW, then you know what Plexus is. Because um, when you go to any sort of a BMW rally, the guys wake up in the morning and spray Plexus on each other. What about Honda Polish? What about Honda Polish? Honda Polish is, I think it's Plexus rebranded. I was going to say, doesn't it sound, it sounds to me like that might I be think, Plexus I think with a different name. Yeah. But in BMW owners, as in, as is airplane owners, spare no expense. Exactly. Right. Yeah. On their costume. <laughs> on their costume. And their, <laughs> and their plexiglass. Yes. Uh, Plexus Plastic Cleaner and Polish is what that shit's called. And that Plexus, um, that's something that if you do, 
you know, if the all clears, if the all clear is not expensive enough for you at $5 and 50 cents a bottle, which is very cheap <laughs> and it's, you know, and it's, <laughs> and it's given to you in a, like a bottle that looks like your dad had it and like had his hoppies number nine or his insect repellent. Like these bottles haven't even been existed for 25 years, but yet here we have it. Uh, but yes, Plexus is uh, a suitable alternative, obviously. Uh, and as luck would have it, you can get it from the same exact so- store. So you know it must be good if it's on mypilotstore.com. Plexus plexiglass cleaner, 13 ounces. So 13 ounces of Plexus, 30 fucking dollars. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Whereas eight ounces of uh, all clear is $5.50, and it's not an aerosol. All of it goes where you want it to go. As opposed to the aerosol, which is you can tell you we can tell you in the shop that twenty percent of it goes on your windshield, the other eighty percent goes on our polished concrete floor to make the customers fall down. It's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it's super cool. Uh, but yeah, so that's a that's a thing. So those are two products that absolutely will protect your uh, fucking windshield. Yeah. Oh, and I do have a tech tip for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I put on um, what are those things called? Those foam grips. Hush puppies or grip puppies? Grip puppies. Whoa, 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 whoa. What? Right, so I put these these stupid things on, right? Wait, are they the things that go under your grips? No, over. Oh, grip puppies. Hippo hands. No, no, no. No, no, no. Just they're squishy grips. They're like a thing they have Velcro, you can wrap them. Or did you get the ones you have to stretch? Well, that's what I'm going to say, right? So, like, instead of stretching. Oh, I always just called these condoms. All right. (laughs) All right. So, this is just a neoprene. Yeah. Sleeve. Yes. Yeah. So they have your, an old wetsuit to make your thing feel better. Yeah. Make right. sure your thing feel bigger. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Right. Got it. Tip one. Yeah. They are slightly different sizes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's the mask. That, that's the mask that you need if you're going to go to that party in Detroit. They're all wearing that shit. That yeah. is the official mask. The yeah. Kick mask. us. <laughs> it's a purge mask. I just He's got a, my red one delivered. So I'm going to scare the shit out of a coworker. You can binge and purge. So you got your grip puppies. Now, what's your oh. complaint with the grip puppy? The, the, the no, binge. Well, trying to get them on for starters. Oh, really? Well, yeah, because they, they fit so tight. Yeah. And you can't stretch them. I tried hot water. I tried warming them up a little bit with a Yeah, I've got them on that, that Vespa back there has them on. So how'd yeah. you get yours on? I didn't. I bought the bike that way. Okay. Yeah. So. That's what you have to do. Mine Velcro in the middle. <laughs> oh, so, mine definitely don't Velcro. Yeah, I think I got a pair on my S65, but that the grips on that are about, you know, Right? That big. Yeah, well, the size of John's wiener. The 55 out there is a little bit bigger. So, Don't insult my friend. Oh, oh. oh, it's okay for you to beat me up, but not anybody else. I'm, a, I'm the only one that's allowed to beat I him. just typed oh, in, yeah. how do you put a grip on a puppy, and we can't go there. <laughs> we cannot fucking go there. I'm going to let you know you right now. That little thing by the you neck. cannot. <laughs> we can't show, even on this podcast, we can't show. Nope, can't show it. Nope, no dice. Nope, no, no. I, I so, In the show notes, how to put a grip. <laughs> A puppy. <laughs> but I, I can tell you that all things that are based on that is liquid soap. Oh. Yeah, liquid soap. I didn't want to get it. I was afraid that it wouldn't dry underneath it. Right. Yeah, liquid soap because all, all the, like, a little bit of liquid soap. The trick with liquid soap is that, and hairspray, too. Yeah. Uh, liquid soap and hairspray start as lubricants and end as adhesives. 
Yep. So those are things that you can use. They start as lubricants. They end as adhesives. I always use PB Blaster on grips. Take some right off and put some right back on. Put some on. right back on again. And it, yeah. it, it makes the, the rubber a little sticky, so they kind of... They grip. Yeah, it, exactly. Yeah. That's, a def- that's definitely a cool thing. But yeah, do not put a do not look at put a grip on a puppy. Well, it, try it might deteriorate after a while. I did. But. So I saw that video. That dude was yeah. just like, "Look, I slipped this thing like kind of on a never mind." Oh, but he so, used he's compressed air. Yeah, yeah, right. Well, I tried that; it didn't work. You know, my compressor's too so small. So basically, the whole that. rule is just as you know, you blow it, right? You slide Push. it. <laughs> so I filled the damn grip center it, up it. with zip ties. I know this sounds stupid. Zip ties. These zip ties, were? right? Zip ties, and then pushed it over. The zip ties acted like a slick track. Oh, right? they did. And then you just pull the zip ties out. Oh shit! And oh, yeah. it goes right. Where That's you a very it good to. idea. Yeah. And then nice. it was done. What What can't you do with zip ties for fuck's sake? Right? That's actually yeah. intelligent. That's yeah. a really really good idea. I like it. Yeah, grip puppies. It only took me forty minutes grip to come up with that one. Tried everything else. My buddy uh, that I got that bike from, he was having hand problems, like carpal tunnel problems and stuff. So he wanted, he thought his life would be easier if he made the grips girthier. Right. So he made the grips girthier, and um, I don't like them. So it's one of those things. Like I will probably be removing them because all of my bikes, my whole life, have had sport bike like Renthal's. So I like the grips to be kind of minimalist. Well. Yeah, I have I have pretty bad arthritis. Yeah, and I thought those were going to help me. Okay, yeah, make them thicker and bigger. make them thicker. Yeah. It made it worse. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. It does. You can't. I don't know. I think it's just too big of a. It's not a good. Well, because you know you're you're used to your hog, right? Right. So, so I'm like you know, right? You, you just your hand is naturally <laughs> shaped, right? Yeah. I, you just okay. If I walked up right now and hit you in the head with a baseball bat right. and you passed out, I guarantee your hand would be like on your junk. <laughs> it's just it. Like where our shoulders sag, where our elbows turn and everything, we just can't help it. We've got millions of years of evolution that we would just be walking around just literally just holding our balls with both hands. Right. Right, That's it. And then eventually our balls get lower and our arms get longer. And And we look like orangutans. No, we look like a a tikatakanuki or whatever. Tanuki. That's right. Tanuki. Yep. Yep. That's exactly right. So he comes when you when you get one. It comes with a spatula in case it's cold. (laughs) (laughs) I want to get like the video of of the Japanese girl talking about a tanuki. (laughs) (laughs) Japanese girl TikTok tanuki. Oh man, uh, this is going to go in a very weird place. I, I'm just if I'm John just going to you know, right now. Umbrellas, be shooting us with fucking. <laughs> yeah, I, I, this is going to get weird. Yeah, yeah, this is absolutely going to get weird. Thanks, listener. Yeah, Thank there you, you go. Yeah, that's that's. I mean, that is. Again, Chris, I don't think there's going to be any uh, Janus jokes for a while. Way to not let us down. Day. Yeah, I I totally agree. I think you know what, and again. <laughs> listener created content is always the best content. It and does it, not matter what it is. We can come up with shit. It's never going to be as funny or as much fun as when a listener comes. And and if, my you, tanuki. if you don't think that the seventh member of this podcast is not going to be a Tanuki on the video. I just can't wait till the Tanuki gets a hold of Chris's J anus. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that could be a whole thing. I wonder if the Tanuki could ride Chris's Janus. Now wait, it's easy for you to say. Do you, do you think if the Tanuki was sitting on Chris's Janus, it'd have room for both his balls. <laughs> <laughs> on top of or inside? Either way. Either any way you look at it, it's okay. Well, if it was raining, he'd want to go in. Yeah. Right, that's true yeah. too. I, I completely agree. Yeah, so, uh, so yeah, no shit. I, I Again, 
It, it's it never. I don't think it's ever going to get weird enough for me. I 100% don't think it's ever going to get weird enough. There's there's just the point where we think we're living a life. We think we're being good. We think we're being productive members of society and creating content for folks because everybody has a fucking podcast these days. Well, That's I don't think that. <laughs> I have no misconceptions that I'm not any of that. And then it turns out one of our one of our listeners just pulls something out of their ass and just makes us all go, oh. Oh, 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 well, shit. That makes sense. So, yeah, that Tanuki is, there's going to be Tanuki. I just like how, like, he didn't mention the fact that it has giant balls. <laughs> I just, again, what I, what I think happened is I think what we have is we have a very smart listener. Yeah. And I think we have a very smart listener that knew that when he said that, we were going to Google it. Oh, yeah. And that he completely 100% knew that when he said Tanuki, and then he said it was going to be like, that's our spirit animal. And then what did we all do? Look at that. <laughs> just look at that. There's no way that you can look at that and not just go. <laughs> Dude, I'm, I'm having flashbacks to getting out of the shower this morning and looking in the mirror. That's a problem, man. Oh, Tanuki. Oh, Tanuki. So, uh, yeah. Is that Tanuki's? Scrotum have a six pack? Like <laughs> you know what? I think that particular Tanuki, that, that particular one that was up there, I think that's just a really, really a veiny. veiny. It's yeah. real veiny. Okay, those it's are like wrinkles. Super <laughs> veiny. Well, he's got that middle fucking vein that's going down. The people that, there. so like people that have it one is, of these. It does my, look like you're, like if you look at a, your scrotum, doesn't it look like there was so, a seam there at one yeah, point? Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Believe me. I there, wonder if like there's like some like magical position where all of a sudden for it our podcast listeners that were not born bilateral symmetry <laughs> for people that's where it was glued together for, for people so if you tickle it just right I, when i was a kid i asked my mom about that and she says that's where god sewed you together so she said she goes you know like a like a teddy bear you're all full of stuffing and she's like but that's that's where once all the stuffing was in god sewed you together was between your Dingus in your butthole, you know, your whole, your t your taint business, oh, okay. all that. So you were all hollowed out when they... Yeah, and they just stuffed you full of stuff. Stuffed right? And then, yeah. right, stuffed you full of stuff. And all then your guts zip, in there. And she said that that stripe, you know the stripe we're talking about, that stripe right there. She said that stripe right there. She said that, from your dingus all the way down to your, you know, exhaust port, that was where they just put the stitching in. So at some point, God had you as a hand puppet. That's exactly where I was in my head. I'm like, we just talked about God fisting us as we were coming oh, together. Be frog. Yeah, that's it. You know, all got a little Jim Henson in us. So, uh, <laughs> right there on the noodly appendage. <laughs> right there. Exactly. Making everybody so, beat each other with little bats. <laughs> oh, I don't like it. Oh, I don't like it. So, yeah. So, again, to our listener, thank you for giving us Tanuki. I'm sure that will live on in infamy. Uh, I'm sure it'll also live on ad nauseum. And there's going to be shirts and all I'm kinds of I'm thinking there's going to be horrible, in. horrible things because, again, that ain't wrong. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that, is, that, is, that is literally one black T-shirt away from all of us. The only, the only, the only thing with more balls in this podcast right. is a Tanuki. Again, <laughs> again, again, there's a reason. Yeah, there's a reason. <laughs> if that, I was going to build a motorcycle right now, it would be called a Tanuki. Yeah, yeah. Right. And, and, and you'd again, have those truck nuts hanging <laughs> off the back. 
Oh, so I'm at that Buffalo rally, and I didn't even know that Leslie or somebody clipped a set of truck nuts to my scooter. Oh, nice. But they're like little scooter-sized truck nuts. So they're like, you know, truck nuts are like this big, right? Like two inches. <laughs> and, uh, but the ones I got, the ones that were on my scooter were like this big. So they're, they're, they're you like. You know what those are? They're like chihuahua-sized. Those are croc balls. They, people made them for crocs. No. Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Truck nuts for crocs. They're this big, yeah. right? Yeah. So what I did was I took my big, my, my road glide, my road king, and I put them under my road king. So it's my big ass road king's got little tiny balls. <laughs> and I spray painted them gold. <laughs> so they're little tiny gold balls hanging out from underneath the back of my giant road king. You got to call so it a gold go. member now. Yeah, well, it's not fucking Tanuki. That's for well, goddamn sure. Yeah, that is it. So that's it. So from here at the House of Tanuki, we'd like to thank you for listening today. Whoa, Jesus Christ. If you, Just be careful when you open up Tanuki shit. For all of our, okay, for all of our... Po- look, I'm, I'm just going to say this once. There's got to be some little Japanese guy dressed like Tanuki. Like- for, for, all, for, for now, both of our listeners, for both of our listeners... It's spelled T-A-N-U-K-I, all right? Before you open it, make sure you're not at work. Make sure you're coworkers, because the only thing weirder than Tanuki stuff that comes from the factory is Tanuki shit people make at home. And apparently, if you're carving an old dead tree in front of your house, and you make it into a Tanuki, give me Jesus Christ. Look at that fucking thing. That's that's incredible. There's no way that Tanuki can walk. There's just no way. Um, yeah, he's got to have calluses on the bottom of his scrot. Uh, that's oh, that's that's epic. So that's it. And I also am thinking clear about clear view on the bottom of him. <laughs> so they slide along. <laughs> Special, you know, uh, Brunswick ball lube. <laughs> Just steal it from the bowling alley. Yeah. <laughs> get that nice slide. A little hook to the right if you get it rolling just right. It's perfect. All right, no, nothing else from anybody else? No. Oh, man, fuck it. Ride fast and take chances. Play us out of here. Press the button. Tanuki button.